gets, it is time for show me. Time to strap in with Ed and Sean. It's time for Geeksters. <laughs> Welcome to episode 314 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi. Now, do you say strap in or strap on? Strap in. Okay. Strap on is a whole bunch of different, whole, whole different sounds. Okay. It's like, ah. All right, I am going to go naked because my ear, I have to get new earbuds because... They're electrocuting you? They are shocking me. Okay, here's the history. I have earbuds attached to the system, right? I should get um, a set of cards and see what's, what's, what's the symbol, you know, like in the, in the Ghostbusters at the beginning where uh, Fake was shocking. Yeah. That was a cute, cute plot of the of this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, lightning bolt. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> so my earbuds. Um, I've got it. How long have I had these? Five years. Over five yeah, years. Yeah. So, so um, the right one went, uh-huh. and then so I'm using the left one. I've been using the left one for uh, quite some time now. Yeah, it's been- but now all of a sudden I get a little shock. It like around the my ear hole, <laughs> and I'm like. What the hell? Like right now, it's not happening. But if I move around a little, I think it's a static. I think it's like a, 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 a static shock thing. Yeah. But either way, it's annoying, and I'm waiting for the. the I'm getting like. Was to say it's not. They're not properly grounded. Probably there's an exp- exposed wire somewhere. Uh, because we had this same problem with uh, when we were, I was in a recording studio when I was actually doing music, and uh, our, our rhythm guitarist would shock when he would play his guitar because oh. he, the the cable wasn't grounded that he was playing with. They never switch out um, the cable to fix it. Some people would say I'm not grounded in reality anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to unplug this from my ear. <laughs> there you go. And then fly by the seat of my pants. Ooh. I mean, it's not like I can't hear you. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting right in front of you. We're two, two different rooms, actually. We're in We're two different states. <laughs> I'm in a state of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a state of delusion. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Ed, so how was your week? Uh, pretty good. Welcome to the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 was, uh, I did some purchases this week. Uh, obviously, I, I'm, I'm sporting one now. <laughs> it's sporting. It's, um... <laughs> it's a sweat jacket, but it's, a, it's, the, it's, it's based off of uh, Han Solo's uh, Bespin coat. Uh, winter coat in the uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, not uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> like I bought this jacket, I don't know what it's for, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I had to have it. Yes, and... it, it, it is. It's blue. It's got Captain Solo over the right lapel. Yeah, and I guess some, some sort kind of badge that tells yeah. him use. Ca- I guess Captain Bars or something like I'm that. Sure, or Star Wars the and, Rebels, and it's got the fuzzy little white thing around the hood, but it's kind of fuzzy. It's not like poofy fuzzy. Yeah, it's just small fuzzy. Yes, so it'd be like I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. <laughs> That's uh, so. So uh, it's got little two pockets in the front. Like yeah, the and they're actually pockets, pockets which, is, oh, which is weird for I, a sweat jacket. I, I can keep my reading glasses in though, right. and my pocket watch in the other. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit there and go, mm, yes. <laughs> it's like Captain Solo accountant. <laughs> 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 I, I just bought today though the uh, the last Padawan. It's a Star Wars comic book series. Uh, it's a twelve issue series. It's about uh, Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus was a uh, character in the Star Wars Rebels cartoon on uh, Disney XD uh, that ran for four seasons. It's uh, the series ended. It's it came to a conclusion. It's not like is it that got the guy canceled. in the duster. 
Uh, no, that oh, was okay. that was uh, Cad Bane from the Clone Wars. He was a Sorry. bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah, he was the he was the baddest ass thing in the in the Clone Wars series. I okay, thought. so who was this person? Kanan Jarrus was a Jedi. He was a Padawan during the Clone Wars, and okay. uh, before he completed his training, his his uh, Jedi Master got killed. Oh he, no, was, Order sixty six. Yes. Uh huh. So See? he was he was he was a boy at that time, and he, he ran ahead. The, the the Jedi Master told him to run, and he did. And he's been in hiding, and this is kind of his story. And then he shows up in Rebels. He's a uh, uh, he's now the, like a Jedi teaching a new Padawan oh. how to become a Jedi to, to kind of recreate he's the a, order. Is he a, he's a Jedi master? He no, he's not really a Jedi master because he hasn't he didn't complete his training, so oh. he's just based off of what. So he's he, kind of like a substitute teacher, and like in a way, yes. <laughs> like, he knows enough to be dangerous. Is basically oh. what it comes to. Oof, that doesn't sound good. But uh, you know, he through all through years of, of meditation and self practice, he became a Jedi in his own way. Yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, I, the I, orders I, fell technically. It's <laughs> it's before the rebellion, you know, the the rebellion in Star Wars. In the New meditation Oak. and self practice, meaning that no one would date him, and he masturbated a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> she had a girlfriend in the show. Oh, so, really? Yes. Uh, uh, I have to clean. Sorry, all- where is he going? He's going off to clean his lightsaber. What? Uh, he's just go work with it. <laughs> So I'll be enjoying that this week. I'll be oh, reading okay. that, and I'll let you know next week how it is. Oh, so. okay. Next week? I haven't read it yet. <laughs> I'm busy. Oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, every once in a while, my, my wife brings a, a gem, you know, to my attention. And this this one was another one of those. Remember that one about the pop singers in Japan? And they were like these kids singers, and they were like adult uh, would follow them around. Yeah, you watch a documentary. I think yes. it's on Netflix. And I have it bookmarked. I haven't got around to watch it. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll watch it now that Stacey's not home. I'll explain. She's in Texas, by the way. Um, so that way she doesn't give me that side weird eye, like that weird side eye. Like, what are you watching that for? <laughs> For the show. <laughs> Why are you wearing it with that pants? I'm being comfortable. <laughs> well, there's a new documentary oh on Netflix. What's it called? It's called Catwalk. Uh, it's about the CCA, the Canadian Cat Association. Apparently, like, it's like... <laughs> apparently... Stripping. <laughs> God, I hope not, because some of those women. Uh, so I say ninety nine percent of those. Is it a cat show? It's a cat show. It's basically what it is. It's kind of okay. like the dog shows with cats, but cats, you know. And it, Canadians, <laughs> bitch, it's friendly. <laughs> oh, it's a fierce competition. <laughs> Are the claws out, Ed? <laughs> waka waka for the for the humans. Yes. <laughs> anyway, jeez, terrible. Anyway. uh it was a laugh riot to watch. I mean, if you, if you want to feel good about yourself, if you feel bad about yourself, you want to feel better. It was what? a serious documentary. Really? Because I laughed my ass off the whole time. <laughs> really? Then you just didn't get it, sir. These women struggle for winnership. It, it, was, it, was just, it was just funny because it's just like the way they treat these cats. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, oh, Mr. Bigglesworth <laughs> is, is pampered and preemed who comes in on a soft Plush, you, you, cotton. You, well, you remember to- toddlers, toddlers and tiaras yes. that show on, on whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that in a way, except for cats. Except for cats, it's cats version of it. And Mr. It's- McFluffy Pants needs his avion in the morning, or else he gets cranky. <laughs> I mean, they, they 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 lug themselves, and this is Canada. Now, if, if like you know, here in <laughs> no, America, this I'm, is Canada. I'm, well, you got I'm like like you know, you see uh, like American cities. You, there's roads, there's highways, like. 
connecting sure. everything. I mean, some of these places they have cat shows. There's like nowhere really to get in except for a plane, and then like you know they, you know. Well, because they have yeah, because it's a lot of tundra, I think. Right. You know? So it's and like apparently it's like all across the country, and they go like weekend to weekend doing these shows. Really, and I'm like from one end of Canada to the other, pretty much. You know, and, and wow. Thing, and they did city by city, and it's a weekend. You know, and how okay. they and how it's process is done the thing that gets me is that most of the time there's a couple judges that are exactly the same now they interview everybody do that, that like diary room kind of thing interview, okay. talking to each each individual uh, uh cat owner and then uh, uh thing and i'm like these people are nuts so <laughs> like, let me guys okay so let me let me see if i can react one correctly because i've seen enough of these these kind of documentaries to kind of know how it goes they they there's an overall theme, but every once in a while they'll sit down with someone and be like, well, yeah, see, this year this year we're going to try this because so-and-so is just struggling on this and we're hoping to maybe break through and this will be this is going to be our year. You know, we've got the best trainers. We've given, we, we put them on a diet and... Nothing that exciting. But there was like, there was like a, a, a white Persian... And a no red no red Persian sorry and a white I forget the other one but these are like the two main cats and this red Persian was this big puffball of fur like that's okay. what it was and basically this woman has to groom him like every day like groom this and the cat's name was Ula La and the other one was Bobby <laughs> the other one is Bobby and it, but you see you see this it's nothing but hair like that's all it is this she's got a smushed face. Sure, you know, and then this huge body of hair, and I'm like, I'm like, it's got to be like a skinny little rail of a cat, and it's just, just full. You of just want to run by and shave it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Oh, there's, there's, no. there's so many times I'm thinking there was going to be something like that because the one, the one, the one trainer, um, I forget their names. But that's fine. But the one that has the cat, Bobby, the white, white. Uh, Himalayan, that's what it is, a white Himalayan. The white Himalayan, she thought she was going to win through this whole show. And it uh, kind of starts with her uh, talking to her and all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, this red Persian comes. Ooh la la. la. It's like all of a sudden, they, they're following the white, the, the, the white Hungarian or Hungarian? <laughs> Himalayan. White Himalayan, yes. I am a cat and I am a white Himalayan. Uh, look at the prestige of my skin and you figure okay things about them and all of a sudden out of nowhere who is that other redhead cat ooh la la <laughs> then all of a sudden it becomes like rivals <laughs> that's the thing and I mean like they're kind of friendly with each other but like you could tell she hates the cat she doesn't want to say it you know they're Canadian so they're very polite about it this is what makes it the, the, the most fun yeah, about it you because, know because because <laughs> it's a couple times she's like something could happen to the cat something could happen to her it's like she's planning a diabolical plan and she's telling you on this diary of this interview that she's having but nothing happens like that's a thing so there's like, no no super drama of like I don't know what happened and then the all cat of a sudden, came up dead <laughs> <laughs> that's just, like that's what I'm expecting. Like I'm expecting like the cat got shaved <laughs> you're, one night. You know, you're off the distance. Oh, what happened? What happened? Ooh la la, it's bear. <laughs> <laughs> just, Somebody shaved him. Someone threw nair in the catnip, <laughs> and there was and the next thing you know, there was patches. And what are you gonna do? Oh no, she has to drop the race. Oh, what is she? <laughs> yeah. And then there was another competitor that came out of nowhere. It was like, and that's the thing. Like they show you the each. Uh, stadium that they go to each town uh-huh. and how many points because it's based on a point system. Okay, and that's the thing like that, and you have to have so many points to be like number the one champion. Okay, to be ranked. So that's how NASCAR works. I exactly, <laughs> same as NASCAR, but cats. You know, but it was just, it was just, it was just like it's some of these people. You go, 
I know where the ugly side of Canada goes. Uh, Canada's, <laughs> Canada's full of trees, and apparently it's all ugly trees because <laughs> someone hit the whole branch on the way down. All the branches. <laughs> all the branches. All the Look, she's down. got sisters. Fugly, ugly, ghastly, and beastly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Lees. Welcome. <laughs> Oh my God! But sir, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like some of you're like, all right, you know, they, they, they're okay, they're they're average looking people. But some of you're like, <laughs> God, here, here. I'm here, my 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 beautiful my beautiful virgin Bobby. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, how did he let those people out of the house? Ed, that's not right. Those people have watch the show, watch this documentary. They need sunlight too to flourish. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in your hole. Ah, get some Timbits. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a twofer. Because <laughs> it was. What's up, man? Now you know why the money's called the loony. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. Because there's one woman. She's a. They, they they're all breeders, by the way. Which means now they really make kind of make their money, but they don't really make much money off of being breeders. I make my money by breeding cats. I'm a cat. Pimp. I'm a pussy pimp. But there was one girl. I mean, she makes a lot of money, but she's she's so big that she's on a, in a wheelchair. And I don't think there's anything physically wrong with her because right, she's just big. She's, she can't, she can't she, under her own weight. Yes, yeah, because she, she's she moves with her feet with the, with the wheelchair. She's not like wheeling it or has electric thing. You know, <laughs> that, you know it's that, just like somebody with like like with a wheelie chair, you know, running around. Uh, and she goes everywhere in this chair. I mean, like she does not stand up once. And then she tells me, she says she has a husband. I'm like, she's married. <laughs> <laughs> He's real skinny. Well, how come you're so exact opposite? Because we ain't got no food in the house. I don't know why you have my Canadian people sound like they're from the, from the deep south. <laughs> you're not that far off. You're really not with some of these accents. <laughs> I got summer teeth. Summer here, summer there. <laughs> Here's my kitty cat. <laughs> Some of, them, some of them are like, where's the rest of his mouth? Like, She's a Persian. She pretty. <laughs> We're taking her up to Ontario this weekend for the big cat show, going caterwauling. <laughs> it's come time for her night-night time. I got to give her milk and her read her a bedtime story. <laughs> right now, she likes reading Old Yeller. It's a happy ending for her. <laughs> So if you uh, haven't seen it, go watch it. I mean, it's it's a say it's it's interesting. I mean, I like documentaries, and sometimes I'm a little far fetched. But this one was kind of like those ones you go, you know. Did I, I saw a documentary a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I brought it on the show. Uh, American Meme. No, I saw it was also on Netflix. I'm also addicted to the life after life after porn series. Apparently on Netflix. <laughs> this is <laughs> you watch about cats. I watch about ex porn stars. <laughs> Because, okay, well, let me start with the American meme. It's um, basically people who are internet famous, um, like DJ Takali, um, Paris Hilton was in it. Um, there was a, a, um, a DJ, another DJ. It was like all these people who became like super, super famous by being online celebrities, basically. Right. And kind of like following them and, and like the trial, not trials and tribulations, but how they handle it. Like Paris Hilton, believe it or not, super friendly to all her fans. Like, Loves each and every one of them. She they're like they have like nicknames and she signs stuff for them. I'm like, wow! Like, I know she's a um, a DJ at mm-hmm. a club, but I was like, I never realized how 
personable she is. I mean, you see her on the show. But she kind of grew into who she is, mm-hmm. I feel like. It was, it was fascinating to watch her. Um, and then there's like, uh, it was, it was, I guess it was fascinating. But the Life After Porn series, I think there's three of them out right now. Mm-hmm. And it's legitimately like the first one I saw, it was porn stars who were out of the business. They retired or what, like, okay, you and I, we grew up in the 80s. Yeah. So the majority of our porn was found, and there's certain stars that stand out. Yeah. So it's like, well, those people obviously aren't in it anymore. So what happened to them? Right. Like, did they just fade away? I mean, I do know some passed away because of suicide. Some passed away because of age. Um, but some drug related. Some drug related. Yeah. Um, so it was just had followed like a couple people. Um, I don't honestly the first one I don't remember any of their names. Um, the last one I just saw. Had, oh, the second one had Janine Lindenmuller, Chase uh, Lane. It was like, um, it was like, okay, well, what are these people doing like now? Right. You know, and some get married, some of the girls get married and like moved on. Um, this one, who else had this one? I just watched had, um, shoot, uh, damn it, um, Herschel Savage. He was a porn star. Okay, he. Uh, you're like, I don't remember any of you guys. <laughs> um, it was just, it was basically like, hey, here's a documentary on what you guys do out after porn. Like, some of them made wise investments. Some of them didn't. Right. Some of them, you can see, fell down a well of dark and of despair. And they're like, no, I'm... Oh, Lisa Ann was on, I think, this on the third one. Mm-hmm. Where she used to be a big porn star. And now she is on Sirius XM Radio doing like talk shows kind of thing right. and she does like fantasy basketball she does fantasy b- basketball like she she's actually um, like a sports talk person now oh okay so like alright you know it's, it, it was fascinating just kind of be like okay well you know they don't show you any porn on, on but they show you who they were and they always do like the whole zoomed in like you know what no, Netflix doesn't have porn <laughs> I was just picturing you, like, you know, pants down, or like, finally, Netflix for me, spank fix. Got the lotion there, the, the tissues, you're like, what the fuck? What, there's no nudity? <sighs> there's usually some titties, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, but I was like, all right, some of them are dancers, some of them, um, I forget who it was. Um, damn it, there was one star who I always liked. She accepts the fact that she was a porn star and she mm. loves it and she still dances and still talks about it and and she's you know she's comfortable with the fact like that, that's who I am that's who right. I was and I don't ever see me I think she now runs a business in porn and she's like I don't why as long as you're aware of what you're doing you know but then every once in a while they'll cut in the scenes like in between you know like in your documentary they have like a transition yeah. And, and these transitions always like a new starlet or a new actor talking about how like you know they want their longevity and you just go yeah I don't say it like <laughs> you ain't got that thing sweetheart sorry like there's you know um, a lot Sean of- Richmond talent agent for the porn industry <laughs> I don't see it so I see it <laughs> talent agent for the stars <laughs> you know um, I think it was Herschel Savage basically was complaining about the fact that when he had sex with the girls he was in love with every one of them he didn't. He's like nowadays it's just pump, pump, pump. A man, you're gonna look who that guy is, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, because the only the only one I can and I can't even think of his name. There was a movie uh, that uh, I I like a lot. It's 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 it's, it's not a big movie. Val Kilmer starred in it. it oh, you, you played Johnny Holmes. 
John Hams, okay. Yeah, big John John Wad Stud or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, he just had like a twelve inch penis at the time. It was like, oh my god! But no, that uh, he died of AIDS. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't about it wasn't about that. It was about a robbery that's gone wrong that he was involved. Right, because in. he was involved in drugs and yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Wonderland. Yes, Wonderland. And oh, then, boom, yeah. That's a really good flick. If you, if you haven't seen it and you're kind of, and it's one of those movies that they show different portrayals of it. It's, it's a, something right. that happens, an incident that happens, and they have showed different ways of it happening because everybody has their own version of the story. Right. And it's it's very, it's like I said, I, I found it fascinating. And I, I, I that was, was pretty good. Was, yeah. Um, that's, that's, you know, and they have like these, uh, his, his, his thing was like nowadays, the internet destroyed porn not destroyed it but changed it to where it's not about like acting it's it's you know when was it I mean, well back in the 70s and 80s you had storylines and you had plot and you had these big vivid um vivid Bushes. video vivid video had like these big productions of like you know like oh my god and these special effects and it was this big big hoopla because vivid was like the leader think of it it Vivid Video was kind of like the um, Warner Brothers of, of porn. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was a Skywalker Ranch of porn. <laughs> they kind of were. Yeah. And they had Vivid Girls and, and the Vivid Girls all had like little Vivid um, necklaces yeah. to say, hey, because it was something special. It was like a little club that they wanted to be, you know, right. that you were supposed to be. Like, like you were contract girls. And then, you know, when the internet porn came, now everyone gets their bits and their porn in like five, ten minute increments. And so there's no, no, you know, some Fuck people 30 sense. seconds. <laughs> what do they do with the rest of that time? Just watch it. You know, there's like a 15 minute clip, 15 minute clip, and you're like, all right, I'm done. Thanks. <laughs> like, there's no story. Or it's like, hey, oh, look, I stopped. Oh, hello, pizza man. And then you're done. Like, it's the old school plot point porn plot of like right right I, I, oh boy i my sink is clogged kind of thing i'll call the plumber maybe he can clean my pipes womp, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah because i know there was one not too long ago because uh somebody that i know was talking about it was called pirates yeah because i think i've the, seen that yeah it's yeah high class you know, and it was like one of those like they it was a big budget because they they built sets and all that kind of stuff. There were special effects. There was a skeleton army. Yes, that they were fighting. Yeah, I think because <laughs> they were basing it off of the uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. kind of style. Yeah, that yeah. was high high price. Like it got to be like a million dollar budget at least <laughs> <laughs> for a porn movie. <laughs> now for money four fifty. Now now nowadays it's just like. Set up a camera and be like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Realtor. I don't know. How will I ever pay for this bill? Yeah. (laughs) It's the old realtor going, I have to sell this house. Well, I like the house, but I don't know. I'll do anything to sell this house. Anything? I want chicka, walk, chicka, walk, chicka, walk, chicka, walk, chicka, zip. Walk, chicka, walk, chicka, walk, chicka, walk, chicka. Does it come with a pool? <laughs> Why? You have some wide closet space. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is being uncomfortable now. <laughs> so uh, I highly recommend those. If, you like, if, if, if you're people of a certain age group that remembers old school porn, and you want to know, whatever happened to Chasey Lane? There or whatever go. happened to Ginger Lynn? 
you know, did they did they there's there any like happy stories like uh, some are happy most of them are happy believe it or not but there's every once in a while there's the okay well this person made it and this person's doing fine this person's doing fine but oh that person didn't like Chasey Lane for me was I met her in person I got like a pulled the word with her like she was like one of my favorite porn stars right <laughs> and I'm watching I'm going oh my god Chasey Lane I think it's the second one and she's like oh now you know why some people did porn because she just really wasn't all there in the first place. Uh-huh. But now watching her, she's got to be in her 40s, maybe. Maybe a little later than her. Late 40s, probably. Like, yeah. my age, I think. And I'm like, oh, wow, maybe if I bumped in her, I would have had a shot. Like, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> like, you know. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No. But she was very, like, you could see that she was kind of like the woman who kind of was still <laughs> trying to make it. Like, not make it, but still trying to find. <laughs> the only shot you had was in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, like, guys, like one of it was one of those sad stories. Is like, okay, well, she's she's happy with her life, but she's always going. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow's when I hit it big. Like, yeah, like not as a, not as a starlet or anything like that, but more as like a my ship will come in, and you're always. But you kind of like, I got a feeling when those cameras are off, you're boozing it up. Like you just, she just feels like, yeah, like she there's a front for the camera. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some of the guys in there were just like. Well, yeah, I turned my job into, like, I'm a real estate agent now. Like, you know, um, one girl, um, oh, I can't remember her name. Damn it. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> she um, she went off, got married, had a kid. Uh, when she got pregnant, she got out of the business. But then she was work- she worked at Trader Joe's. And that she fell and hurt her back. And she's on disability kind of thing. And you're like, so but she, like, lives out, look, looks like, California-esque because right. she's, like, she's like walk, there's those moments where she's up in the mountains like looking off in the sunset like longingly like oh the good old days kind of right. you know um, and she's really into like uh, pot as far as like for medicinal purposes so she right. like she has like these meetings where she talks to people right. about it and for stress and from her her chronic pain that she has and you're like wow Wow, all those time spending on your back and you throw it out walking to Trader Joe's. Like, you know, it's like, ooh. And then, like I said, there was just some guys, um, some girls are just like, you know, I still every once in a while I go do dance. Or like Lisa Ann, she's like, I, I left porn. I know, like, you only, the smart ones know that there's a window of opportunity to make the most money. Right. And sooner or later, your stock's going to drop because it's porn. Sooner or later, someone new comes in, you know, fresher, younger, right. more adventurous. And that back when Lisa Ann was doing it, they were contract girls, so they had like big contracts and they made a lot of money and she invested it or she she didn't spend it, you know, she didn't fall down the well of booze in her drugs right. or anything like that. So like she was able to kinda use it. what really helped her was that she was in the video the the video, um, Nalan Palin. Remember they remember when Sarah Palin was running for um vice president? Yeah. There was a porn parody called Nalan Palin and Lisa Ann was um, Palin. Okay. And so she kind of looked like her at the time. Right. So they really capitalized on her and she got famous, super famous because of it. And she was able to kind of spin that fame into showing that she could do other things like, um, like not necessarily acting, but her knowledge about sporting sports, like actual mm. sports stats and stuff like that kind of right. got her other jobs as a, as a civilian. Right. You know? <laughs> it was fascinating. Like I said, if you ever get a time, Go sit down. It's it's not weird to you either because it's not really porn. You're just watching ex actors. Right. <laughs> what happened to these people? Because uh, like like I, I was just uh, the other day I was 
I, you know, I, I, I always now been falling down the rabbit of, of YouTube, and one right. of the things was like Cosby actors and like where they are now, kind of mm. thing. And the one guy, there's one guy. We know where one's at. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest uh, daughter of Bill Cosby in the show. Lisa here. Bonet? Yeah, not, not Lisa Bonet. Oh. There's another one. Because she was off the college at first in the first couple oh. seasons. And then she came in after Lisa Bonet left because they had to put oh, they had to put okay. more family into right. the, you know, the dynamics. Right. They gave Lisa Bonet her own show. Uh, a different world. Right. And then, and of course, she left that because of all the things. But, you know, that right. Cosby wanted to keep her, but not like at the right. Cosby show. Right. But anyway, so it was another actress. I can't think of her name. And I'm, you know, maybe some Cosby fans are screaming, but who gets <laughs> her husband. Was 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 a uh, guy who was going to be a doctor, and then they the two of them decided because she was going to be a lawyer like like her mother, and he was going to be a doctor like his brother. Bro- like real life Huxtables, real life Huxtables, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they they turned turned around. Now these these were actors who played the 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 the, the oldest daughter and and, and, and uh, husband. They turned around and opened a wilderness store. They gave up their basically their careers and their and their education to open a wilderness store. So of course they were all the the hospitals disappointed. So that's the whole field of the whole series. They were living at home again with mom right, and dad, okay, you know, okay, kind okay. of thing. So one of the things was that whatever happened to him? Well, he works in New Jersey. Right, I saw that as a, like I think as a stock boy or something like that, or at a Trader or, Joe's. So, yes. So yeah, same thing. I remember, like, and then someone posted it, and then he was being made fun of. And then they got backlash, and it's like he still acts, but he just works at Trader Joe's to fill in the button. Right, in between times. Because right. it's, it's like, like you're an actor, you're going to be paid to like... And then somebody saw it and hired him for like a season regular or something. Yeah. You know, all right, it all worked out. Well, whatever. But people, I'm saying... People, people got to eat. Right. You know? You'll never like you. It's like you're not going to be like, "Hey, I'm hi, I'm George Clooney. How can I take your order?" Like it's not going like, <laughs> well, to. Well, well, you're studying for a role now. Type times are tough. Welcome <laughs> McDonald's. Would you all, like fries tonight? All that ER money went right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> what you spend it on? Nothing. <laughs> My villa in Italy. <laughs> I'm, I'm cash poor, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, I'm worth a lot. Yeah, but, but in real life, I'm worth. But I ain't got. I can't. That, no two dollars to rub against him for heat. Sorry. <laughs> Really? Can I get your autograph? That'd be ten dollars. <sighs> Cash? Do you take cards? No. <laughs> we'll act for food. <laughs> uh, but I know there was like there was like other actors who actually retired and they were ch- children actors and all that kind of stuff, and right. they work in offices and stuff. And people find out about it. It's like it is. It's it's kind of humiliating for them. I- you yeah. know, that they did that and then realized they can't go any further and they stop. Right. And then, you know, like, of course, some of them have, have like, have gone down, a, like, a bad area, too. Like, yeah. uh, one of the Corey's, uh, Corey, well, Feldman. Corey Haim. Corey Feldman. Uh, know, well, Haim, yeah. Both of both Corey's were, yeah. you know, when you're a child star, you get chewed up and spit out by the business. But Haim, yeah, Haim had a lot of drug-related issues and, yeah, it just, it, yeah. And Feldman just got weird, you know. And, 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 you know but I mean, he had, it looked rightfully so. Some some of the things that happened to him, you know, yeah. He, he still says that Michael diddled him. Yeah, and then somebody else diddled him as well. So yeah. you know, they're he's trying to bring those people to, to justice. Like, I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, did they really like? You know, I'm like, not that I don't believe them, but just like, yeah, you, uh, you go. Oof. You know, the question is, is he is he going to be on the new Lost Boys TV show? 
Probably not. <laughs> we'll get about that. <laughs> Talk about that later. All right. Um, so what else did you go happen this week? Well, the the, the biggest thing that happened for you, this yeah. week, not for me, but just, okay. you know, in general, was the Oscar nominations got released oh, this yeah, week. You know, so right. February 24th is going to be Oscar night. Oh, uh, yeah. And I have ballots. Okay. And I have a contest that we didn't talk about, but I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, we, we have a contest? <laughs> yes. There is no prize. Oh, so don't expect, it's, it's, don't expect something from the Stanley no prize? Yes, right. All right. Just bragging rights alone. We're going to beat the, the morons behind the mic is the contest. <laughs> if you send your ballot in to us, either through email at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or geeksters at wordswithgeeks.com. That's another email address you could use, our standard one. Or you could want to send it through Facebook or Twitter or through uh, Geeksters Radio on our Facebook page or at Geeksters on Twitter. Send us the 24 picks and your name. So make sure, you know, so we announce your name as a winner. And that's it. That's it. Uh, you know, we're going to we're gonna do it like we do every year, I think. We're going to submit our ballots and uh, yeah, see who has sure. the bragging rights out of all of us. But if you want to join in, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to try and put a link this week with both uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook, right. the, uh, the, the ballot uh, page of the Oscars uh, website, and that way you can uh, know the categories and who was uh, in it, and then that's, okay. that's it. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Right. Was, I mean, was that the big thing you were talking about? or uh, No, the big thing was the cat oh. thing, <laughs> the documentary. Okay. To me, it was funny when I was watching it. No, no, I'm, I'm probably watching because I, I still have the, the – the girl, the Asian thing. The Japanese, Japanese singers, singer. young singers that these old men follow. That's another great you know documentary. What? It's funny. I am more comfortable watching aged porn stars talking about their lives than I am about old guys following young Asian girls. Because it's creepy. I, I mean, maybe that's the part. Of it. I'm like, I, I, I know going in that that's a little creepy and a little like, it's, it's, I, mean, I feel dirty just talking about it. That's the thing. Like you watch porn. <laughs> When you watch it, though, it's if there's there. I mean, it really is. There's nothing creepy about it when you see it, but you like when you talk about it. Yeah, right. it's like it's like oh, that is sounds there's, so. Yeah, there's this undertone of just kind of like oh man, like are you that dirty person? No, I'm not. Like, I just no, watched it. Then why'd you watch it? Because it was it was fascinating to watch. What was fascinating about it? The people. <laughs> Which people? If a train was wrecking, if a hundred cars of a train wreck hits each other and it keeps falling off the track, would you just look away? Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's it's the looky loo thing. It's like, look, that is a train wreck. It, oof. There's body parts flying everywhere. You're you gonna rubberneck that as you drive by. What? <laughs> You're gonna stop, take selfies. Look, sometimes <laughs> you want to pay the circus to see the freak show. That's right. And this is Netflix's version of freak show. Yeah. You pay your fifteen bucks a month. You sit down, you watch. Give me the freaks. <laughs> hey, this week, what do you got? We got aging porn stars. All right, all right, whatever. Spin that wheel. Who do you got? Who you got? Who you got? Middle-aged men following little girl pop stars in Japan. Ooh, oof. You want to double down that? Sure. <laughs> Cat videos. <laughs> Cat moms that have a... That have a a, apparently, a circuit of catnip and claws. Right. So, what else? Uh, what else did you do this week? That's pretty much it. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, oh well, you know, we did see movies this week, though. Actually, because we we didn't have a show last week, obviously, because right. my wife's birthday was on, on the day we record, so I couldn't uh, be a take part. Um, but we did see a movie that fought the fought Thursday before that we we didn't talk about, and then this Thursday's movie that we saw. Okay, and it was the the movie was the Christmas horror story was the first one. Oh God! <laughs> now the reason why is is that a friend of mine uh, uh, that I work with 
uh, we talk about movies a lot, and one of the movies, and he gave it to me around Halloween time, and I never got to watch it. So I'm like, I got to sit down. So I got heart ex- later. I got the most heart expert I know to come visit one night, Dave Sipon of the show, friend of the show, Dave. And uh, we sat down and we watched this movie, and, and Sean was with us, and so it was a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, well, here's what, number one, it was a movie, and you got to pick it, and you had me at William Shatner. So I'm yes, like, Shatner. Shatner is a a prominent part. He's the he was the glue that held it all together. Basically, yes, I'm the glue. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a. Uh... <sighs> it sucked. <laughs> you know what? For a low budget movie, it was terrible. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, now I've, I've seen worse, and I've you know I'm not going to name any movies or anything like that. So don't even ask. But uh, you know, it, for for the special effects wasn't bad. I didn't no, think. no, no, no. Some of some of you could see was cartoony and uh, a lot of CGI uh, overdone because they didn't have like a like an overhead shot of a castle, so they kind of had a drawing of one, and you could tell it was so totally CGI. And it was kind of like a a multi part story that kind of the only the, the, you know the thing was I, I had a I I, cause I had a conversation after with the guy who owned the movie that we saw right. it. And he goes, well, Shatner was the, the the main piece that kept it all together. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, that snow globe, he's 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 a thing. That's a town they're all in. And I was like, really? <laughs> like I did not get that at all. What? There's a there's a town basically, and there was there was several little different things. There was a group of girl, uh, a, a camera guy, oh. a sound guy, and a, and a girl who's supposed to be reporting about a death that happened. Oh, go ahead. Okay, hold on. Let, let's 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 because I, I we're gonna fill in the audience. There's Three stories. One story is about um, a murder in a school that these teenage kids go to investigate. Mm -hmm. There is also a husband and wife who have a child who go into the woods to cut down a tree. Um, And then there is... A family that goes visits a a long-lost relative. Not lost, but Well, a rich relative to try to get money from her. Right. And then... Shatner. Right. (laughs) And Shatner plays a radio DJ that plays Christmas music. Right, because it's Christmas time. Yes. Um, so now, the best way I can describe it is, um, if for those people who've seen like Creep Show or the Twilight Zone movie, it's like they took all these these storylines, and instead of doing it in, like in little blocks, like hey, here's one complete story and one complete story, one complete story, they tried to cross play them all together, but there was okay. Here's the links. Um, the kids who were investigating the murder at the school or or the death of, at the school, the couple who – there was a police officer, sheriff. He goes, checks out the murders. He retires. A, that, was a year, that was a year prior to – A year prior. So the one-year right. anniversary when these kids are going to go to the school. The sheriff is the guy who's taking him, his wife, and his son out to the woods to get a Christmas tree right. in an area that they shouldn't be in. Yes. Then while this is happening, um, the – the kids needed a keys to the school that the girl's best friend gave to him. Her, yeah, some and, so his family. I think one of the mem- uh, well, the, I think the mother was a teacher or something like that right. had the keys. Her, that girl's family is the family going to see the rich aunt to get some money for that they don't know. They're going on this family vacation, this family thing for the holidays that the dad dupes them all into going because he wants to go ask his aunt for some cash. Right. You know. So that's how the, the and and then. Shatner is the DJ who's playing the Christmas music that's playing in the background throughout the entire thing. Right. 
and prior to him being there, one of the guys, his his coworkers, his we- the weatherman of the radio station, right, is heading over to the mall for uh, some sort of Christmas like charity thing. And clearly, he doesn't look like this. Oh, and also too, Santa Claus is in it. Yes, where Santa Claus is is basically fighting zombie elves. Yes. And Krampus is in it. Uh, Krampus. Don't forget Krampus. <laughs> can't forget Krampus. Can't forget Krampus. Now you're like, this sounds like a hodgepodge of a movie. It is. I, I. That's the best way I can describe it. Is that there's, and it really, it, it, other than how he just said they were all related, that was it. Like it wasn't like it crossed and they all came together at the end. Yeah, there was nothing. It just, that. it just, you know, and and after a while, I was rooting for Krampus to kill them all. Like, like after I, a while, you're like, yeah, you're like, you're like these people are assholes. Like, yeah. They gotta go. Kill them all. Yeah, it, it was. And then, like, Shanner's story was that he was getting updates that there was a, 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 a murdering murder spree at the mall. It was a standoff, like a right. hostage standoff in the mall. That- it winds up being the weatherman from the station. But get this, spoiler, he's in some delusional state where he thinks he's Santa Claus and all the people in the mall are the elves. Right. And he's going around killing these people. Not once is any of that known until the very 30 seconds before the end of the movie. Yeah. It was like somebody was like, oh, you know how you know how we could tie this all together? What if Santa's actually the weatherman? He's had a nervous breakdown. He's killing people in the mall. Genius. <laughs> like, I... Oh, it was horrible. Here's... Okay, I've... In my head, it should have been like Shatner telling Christmas stories. On the radio, and it should have been like, and here's a story about it, like creep show, yeah. Like here's a story of a family who went to go see an aunt, you right? Know, like how a how a um a pleasant family trip can go horribly wrong, and then you fall into the the story of the family going to see the aunt, right? There's Krampus, and then or here's a sad tale about a, a murder. You bully school, and then here's a family that you know the dangers of trespassing. Yeah, blah blah blah. You know, like, and then it, it would make more sense than this hodgepodge of hey, okay, we're gonna try to build tension, and where there is none, we're gonna show you this family, and then we're gonna go to these kids, and then we're gonna go to here, and oh, it was it was a struggle. Okay, <laughs> so so I. I mean, Shatner to me was fun because yeah. he's Shatner in and up. You guys, yeah, he totally Shatner in and up. I phoned it in for this one. I sat at a desk and, and drank, drank, and talked. That's <laughs> that's it. All I do. You're welcome. <laughs> and he was trying to talk to somebody. I think the the station, like the manager or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the producer. And, then, and you could tell, you could tell, like there was nobody there because yeah. there was no voice back or whatever. And you know, he's like trying to do like they put his finger to the ear, like he's holding down like a an earbud to get better <laughs> sound quality it, from it's, it. It's the classic hand over the ear cup going. Yes, and here you are now. What's what's the other like, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. And you can tell like there's nothing there that he's holding into. Like, yeah, like one part I thought he was just deranged. I thought like they were gonna pull back and it's a broken down radio, a, a radio, the fired, yeah. like the disheveled uh, radio station. Yeah, like he and was the there. window that he that you see him because it's always through a glass most of the right. time. Like you would pull back and it's that's the only like nice thing though because there was all these Christmas decorations around. And you right. pull back and it's just like, like it was the only thing keeping run down place. The Christmas lights, like it was, it just looked. You and I are writing a better movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, 
because it would have been it would have worked better yeah. if there was some sort of like his story tied into not all of them i mean it kind of did with the whole santa killing elves things but that didn't make sense until the very end and it didn't even make sense you're like wait what rewind that like <laughs> wait huh like oh uh, and then so your 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 buddy is saying that he was playing with uh that the town was in that yeah that's what he's saying that the the snow globe that he kept he could see every once in a while he would look at the snow globe that is on his desk and he was on the radio station like he was like the master of this like kind of like town and that's what he was like every time we would he would shake it. That's when wow, he, that guy saw a completely different movie. Than I'm I like, saw. I'm like, I didn't see that at all. I'm like, you sure you're watching the same movie? Because we, we like how high were you when you watched these movies? Like I, but he's you, like you he, a boozer. <laughs> he's like he hasn't seen it in years, so he was kind of. Oh. Like, you know, was, but he was like he was pretty sure that's the way it went down. I'm like well, you gotta watch uh, it again. Like, yeah, you might want to. He may have jiggled the thing, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, what was the other movie we saw? Uh, Hobby Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. That's right. We saw it this week. That's right. Uh, that's right. So I saw it. I did my movie review on it. So what did you think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the, like for the most part, I'm like laughing, but I'm not laughing hard. But I'm enjoying it. It's not like that. Like like laugh out loud. But every once in a while, there was a scene. <laughs> I had actually had to pause the movie at one point because I <clears> couldn't <throat> stop. I, I was like having a hard time breathing, laughing it, I, so hard. I, I honestly was starting to get worried for you because you were laughing so hard and your face was red and you're like you 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 would laugh and then gasp and then laugh and then gasp and then fall back on the sofa and I'm like at what point do I call a paramedic because I don't know if you're in trouble or not and and then you'd be like okay 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 let's get back to it and the moment you push play before you play it's like you replayed the scene again and you just start laughing exactly the same way before and i'm sitting there going wow it's a good thing you were in the theaters because man people be pissed off at you because it went for like a good three to five minutes you laughing i'm like Wow, if that happened in the theater, it'd be people pop, throwing popcorn at him. I'd be like, oh my God, dude, enough already. <laughs> I'm like, pause the movie. Pause yelling out to I missed the first five minutes of it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and there was there was like two scenes like that that were really, and one you actually saw in the, in the trailer. Right. Which was, but still was funny when you see it because it was. <laughs> But the other scene that I saw was it was I, I, don't, I guess you should give it away at this point because it's it's been out. It was, it, it, <laughs> I don't know why I honestly don't know why this was funny, but to me this was the most hilarious hilarious <laughs> scene I've ever seen. But <laughs> there's a guy there's it's about, the Happy Time Murders is basically about a show. It's called the Happy Time Family, and they they're basically going to get residuals because they're going to go to syndication. Right, and so now they're all, all the each each of the members are going to bumped off. There's one guy who plays a cop on the show. Okay, I just want to throw in here. Remember, keep in, in best way to, to to start this off is for the people who haven't seen the Happy Time Murders. Imagine if the Muppets were real creatures who lived in society with us. Right. Okay, and everybody like basically looks down upon them because yeah, they're, they're just, like they're like the the lowest of the low. Like, hey. You know how we're you know how we're no we're not all racist because we all hate them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, well, you'll never be accepted in society because you're a plushie or yeah. you're felt, and, felt. And and you're like, okay, um, and and so one is a private eye, and he's trying to solve. He gets it. Go ahead. 
So, 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 so all these murders are going on, but one of them is a cop on the show. Now he's in a hot tub and he has this like nice Asian, and it's an actual woman like with him. Right, she's, and they're, yeah. they're in a hot tub together, and he's like, "This was the wrap up party of uh, season four, you know, kind of thing. Only, only uh, I taped it myself, so only you get to see this, you know." Kind of thing. <laughs> I guess she was a big fan, and he's like, "I'll do it." So she's, yeah, he yeah. fucks his fans. <laughs> is clearly what he's he a does. fan fucker. Is what yeah. he was. So she, he goes, "Why don't you go?" And, and make more uh, margaritas, you know, kind of thing. So she has a blender and it's going off, right? Well, there's a killer that opens the door and they have these two little dogs. The cutest little dogs. You would see, like, like the, the kind of dogs you see, yeah, they want her to fly. Like, like the, They're yappers and they're, they're, they're like, it was like little, <laughs> sorry, I already tried to chuckle. Um, like little, like little pit bulls, not like little pit bulls, sorry, like little, little chihuahuas kind like, of thing, yeah. you know, like little, they're like the yappers, the ones that you go, like, that just bark when you're walking by. Right. And, and then if you, you got near them, they would run away scared, you know, kind of like those kind of dogs. Well, they come into this, this, this place. Now the guy's in the hot tub. She, and the girl's in the back to her making the margaritas. Well, at least this dog grabs the puppet. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me do this then. So, because Ed clearly is this, is, this is what I had to deal with. All right. So, it, it's all happening very a la naked gun in the background because the foreground, she's making a thing and she's like, well, I can't hear you because the thing's going off. But you see these dogs having like a tug of war and they're ripping him apart. And if it was, not, if it wasn't for fluff the, the there's <laughs> fluff everywhere. If it was a human being, there'd be blood and gore and guts. But because the, it's a puppet and it's being torn, so the fluff is everywhere. And it's, I gotta be honest, it is most the most violent horrific thing that you could think of seeing because in your head you're going oh my god that's horrible because he's being murdered being torn to shreds by dogs <laughs> while this Asian girl in a bikini is in the foreground doing that margaritas like and then she it's like chopping ice it's like making this horrible noise you can't everything but everyone's so far a bit over there and you hear him like yell like stop stop help oh uh, <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so funny. This, this is exactly what he was doing. It's like it's, it's, it's welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> it was great because it was super. It's one of those things. It's just like it's so dumb looking, but it's so hilarious at the he, same time. It's like genius. He had tears coming out of his I'm eyes. I'm tearing now. <laughs> tearing now. Stop laughing. Oh my god. So I'm like I'm like I don't know why this is funny, but this to me, I watched it. I was like, this is so fucking awesome. <laughs> this rag doll's getting ripped apart. It's crazy. But these two yappy dogs. <laughs> see, see now, this is exactly what's happening. He's kind of turning a little red. I'm like, okay, at what point do I call a paramedic? <laughs> his eyes are closed so you know it's, he's, he's replaying it in his head and he can see the visual which is why he can't stop laughing the, the, this is the audio commentary of my Thursday night but the best the best part is like the beginning of it these two dogs they just like it's, it's like you, you've seen it a hundred times if you have a couple little yappy dogs or two little dogs they run through the house 
no big deal. But all of a sudden, the one just grabs the <laughs> grabs the popcorn from the from the hot tub and just yanks it right out. And to me, it's, it's like you think it's a human being because you get so used to them talking and they and all of a sudden yank and two of them go to the town ripping this thing apart. <laughs> Fluff going. <laughs> He's just screaming. <laughs> right now, there's a bunch of people going. I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> Watch it with me laughing. You'll laugh, laugh hysterically. <laughs> or actually, this is what you're gonna do is now. What I want you to do, folks, is take this clip of the show, put that part of the movie on, and then hit play and hear him laugh over that. And that's what I had to do. <laughs> And then pause it for about five minutes and then reach and then go away left some more. <laughs> you right there's, there? There's a few, there's only a few scenes in life that make me laugh hysterically. And that's one of them now. Like, that's one of them now on the list. The other one is it's Shrek and the, and the, and the, uh, <laughs> and the gingerbread man. That always and, gets me. <laughs> Not the buttons, you monster! <laughs> Eat me! <laughs> I'm in hysterics every time I see that. I don't know why. It's not like really, he's like, "Hi, how did I tell you? Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man? Oh, that one. That that's mine. Every time. Every it gets time. Me. Even tweet, <laughs> you monster." Even, even my, my, my nephews will go, that the come drop on. And I start laughing hysterically because it runs through my head. Oh, God, that one, that one always gets me. That's mine. That, I can see her going, that the come drop on. Yay, me. Tweet. You monster. Tweet. <laughs> Little cup of milk yeah. off the side. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Giggle Show. We're just going to laugh for like an hour. Oh, oh Lordy Lord. Uh, Sorry, folks. Okay, you, you better. You feel yes, better now? Yes. All right. So, uh, so did you like the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I got it for Christmas and I was kind of like, you know, hoping it would be good because I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you saw the trailers and it's like one of those movies you go, you see it like Deadpool and you love that. And you go, right. this kind of like looks like one of those goofy movies that you really love. And it's like, yeah, no, it didn't disappoint. I mean, yeah, it, those movies could be hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, like the rest of it was okay. Like it was still laughs, like my right. laughs here. But there was those a couple scenes that just, just belt out and start laughing, you know, kind of thing. And then you start thinking the other smaller scenes, you're just like, they're still funny, like the whole, like, the porno, like they go into a, <laughs> a puppet porno, and they, there's a cow in the background getting milked, and it's just like, <laughs> and it's just terrible, but you're, you're laughing at that. And then there's a, there's a movie going on in a, in a theater, and it's a, it's a, it's a fireman being strapped down, and there's a dog. It's, whipping. Yeah, he's being beaten by a Dalmatian puppet. Yeah. Oh. Just little things like right now, and my favorite part about it, it's Brian Henson's production. So it's attention Henson alternative, which is ha, yeah. but it's Jim Henson's kid, and you're like, I, I'm okay with it. You know, like, <laughs> all right, like okay, I'm in. I I, I kind of hope for a sequel, just because I want to see the further adventures. Of- <laughs> oh, anyway, so. Um, what else did you do? That was it. That was okay. pretty. You know, I started. You know, like I said, the movies, and then documentary like i said and then 
the comic books and All right. that's it. So that's Mike. So how about you? Anything? Um, I am a, a man alone, actually. Ed. Ooh. Stacy went home for the week. She left um, on that big rainy day we had. Yeah. Um, she left to go home to Texas to visit her uh, family, but more so for her uh, niece's birthday. Uh, so she right now, she comes home Wednesday. So I'm like, all right. So I got a lot of, hey, what are you going to do today? Anything I want? Kind of. <laughs> I get to play video games all day. What video games? Doesn't matter because I got no one judging me. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I got some good. I got some good gaming in. I got. Uh, I'm trying to play Kingdom Hearts, and I, I, I can't. I've, 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 I've decided to. There's a theater mode where uh-huh. it's just going to give me all the cutscenes. Uh-huh. So I started watching that, and it started getting boring. So <laughs> I, okay, I better stop that. Um, but my coworker said that just YouTube uh, the like a, like a recap, and it'll fill you in on everything that's going on in the series, so that way you're ready for the third one. I'm like. I think I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta even shrink it down. Even <laughs> I can shrink it into forty minutes, not four and a half hours. The first one, because that's all the cutscenes put together. On four you- and a half hours. Somebody put the YouTube together, and it's four and a half hours of cutscenes, and for the first one. Wow. And I'm like, I can't do that, you know. But in the in the video game, there's a theater mode, so I'm like, well, let me watch that. And it kind of shortens it down, but it's got to be like two and a half, three hours, because I was watching it for a good hour, and I think I maybe got like not. Maybe a third of the way through the cutscenes. Wow! And I'm like, and there's supposed to be like a secret bonus scene at the end, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well then, let me see if I go and try the second one. And I'm like, you know what? Wash my hands of because I am going to be picking up the third one. Yeah, you know, I feel like I am. I, I feel like I'm. I'll try that one with the luck. Why not? <laughs> um, this weekend though, I was playing Anthem. Anthem's a new game coming out in February. I had the VIP. Um, experience because okay. you pre-order you get invited to the VIP beta uh, it's not bad think um, think Iron Man meets Mass Effect meets Iron Man I mean Destiny meets Mass Effect meets Iron Man because you're what's called a freelancer and you have these suits that you can fly in and has your you know and you have a gun oh, 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 I saw that I saw the, uh, the the brief what you could see from the uh, uh, fuck <laughs> No. <laughs> e3. Okay, yeah, E3. E3. Right. And they were talking about it, and they were like so far behind that they were like, you know, like a lot of yeah. people wonder if this was going to take off at all. Yeah, it, it, it's coming out in February, and it looks – there's this, this one was a, a private beta. The full beta, I think, is going next week. It was, it was fun. There were some glitches, but you kind of expect them in a beta. Uh-huh. Like – the game mechanics were were not bad. It was fun. It was a little tough, to be honest. Um, I'm hoping that the I'm, I'm hoping that the problems that I saw were just beta related, because in the beta it was like you go on the expi- these expi- exhibitions, uh-huh. exhibitions, yeah, and it's like okay, you jump in your suit, and it's like okay, we're matchmaking you because you have to be online, and we're going to put you with a bunch of other people, and then it's like okay. And then I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I would have to close the program, restart, and be like, hey, you're in the middle of an exposition. You want to you wanna jump back in? Sure. Yeah. And then like, I jumped back in. I waited like five minutes before I jumped. And when I jumped back in, I was there for like 30 seconds, and the mission was over. And I was like, hey, what? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't kill anything. 
like, <laughs> good job. Like, hey. You lasted 30 seconds. Like, oh, um, it was fun, but it was very, um, very, uh, like I said, it felt like destiny and, but uh, the character, it's by Bioware. So it has that, um, that mass effect feel to uh-huh. it. But the suits that you get, you can actually fly in, like 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 Iron Man. Man, right? Like you're flying, and then you can go underwater, and you can swim in underwater, like 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 you're a mini sub. It was it, the mechanics were kind of cool, and the visuals were nice. But um, I'll have more of a I'll have a better um, review come February because I, I pre-ordered it. Right. It's it um, looks really good. It made me go back to play Destiny for a little while yesterday. Wow! Because it was like, wow, this game's a lot of fun. Shit, I got Destiny. I'm gonna play that for a little while. <laughs> like, and I went back there, and they the season pass stuff's like I think finished. So I'm like, oh, what place they changed everything in here. It's like, <laughs> everything's so new. Like, wow, did someone go through and paint everything? Because it's all shiny. Like, uh, <laughs> what happened? Like, did you guys hear about a game called Anthem? Because I think you guys are prepping for that. <laughs> like, uh, um, then I, I I I got a free copy of uh, Resident Evil Two, which I haven't played yet. Okay. It's the remake, and I'm like, yeah. people at my job are like, "Are you excited for it?" I'm like, "Yeah, not at all." <laughs> like, it's Resident Evil Two. I mean, I, f- I remember playing. I think I played Jill, and I think I remember finishing the Jill Valentine side, and then there's the Leon Kennedy side that I never played because it's like, "Hey, you get to play this game twice." Nah, not for me. I played it once, and <laughs> once was enough. Thanks. You know, <laughs> this one they kind of rebuilt it from the ground up, and you both you get to play both characters. All right. And ironically enough, there's a DLC pack for like 12, 15 bucks. I'm like, I bet you it's like, hey, while you're playing Leon, this is what Jill's doing. And when you're playing Jill, this is what Leon's doing. It's like a retelling of he's the same. He's it. Yeah, he's like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this was after porn ends. I thought it was going to be just nothing but a milky white screen. <laughs> hey, look, Christmas Horror Story's on. <laughs> you know, um. Yeah, it's kind of all I'm doing. It's like Stacy being away. Um, she took the switch. She t- <laughs> <laughs> I, we should have done. So we should have done a little test run because she she came. I'm very proud. Well, first she wants to give us kudos because she was um, trying to figure something out. She heard like the last ten minutes of the last show when we were bitching about the Cleopatra stuff, like who they should do. She's like, I'm really proud of you guys for like your choices. Like you were kind of like good for you. Like way to be pro. Like. Hey, stop hiring white people for shitty stop jobs. whitewashing. Stop whitewashing. And I was like, uh, well, you know, I believe in it, so why not? Like, you yeah. know, thanks, sweetheart. That's the only time you listen to the show. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then um, she she took the switch, but she didn't take all of it. She took the dock, and then she figured that the charge cable that she had would, would work. work. It didn't. You need the actual Nintendo adapter. Ah. So she actually had to run to another GameStop. And and buy one. <laughs> she had to throw. My fiance is a store leader. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm uh, like, oh, uh, don't, don't get my name. Don't get like, <laughs> thanks, sweetheart. She's like, I know. I just you know make sure that I had some questions and that you know if there was any any problems, my fiance was gonna call you. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, like, okay. Like okay, baby, you know, <laughs> sure. Uh, she got it working now. Like she, you know, and the funny part is, is that I bought Diablo three for myself, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I was enjoying it. And then she it's been like five minutes yet. <laughs> yeah, and then she one day was um, babysitting, and she was bored, and she's like, well, "Let me try Diablo." She kind of 
got kind of she she enjoys the game. She kind of got addicted to it, so she's playing it. And every once in a while, I get a chance, I'll play it too. Right. But then she takes it to Texas with her because I don't, I can't play it, but she's bringing the Switch. So right. she then shows her mom Diablo, and she calls me. Her mom's super addicted to Diablo. Now wants to get a Switch so she can play this one game. And now she wanted to set it up on the TV so the two of them can play together. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then her niece was having problems with uh, Minecraft on the Xbox One. And I gave a suggestion on how possibly to fix it. And it worked. But she she figured it out herself. So it was like, good job. Like, right. you know. So that's what she she's down there with the family. She comes back like one late Wednesday night. So I'm usually off Wednesdays and Thursdays. She left on a Thursday. She comes so she comes back Wednesday. So I really only had like two days by myself. <laughs> you know, like I, I didn't have to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like okay, well I got to go to work. All right, I want to come home. You know, she was like, "Here's your dinners." I was like, "I know how to eat." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I got to make sure I eat it all before she comes home." Though, so like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> oh so crap! Like, she's coming home tonight. Like, Wednesday night, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I can't move." Like, I gained like 20 pounds because I had to eat four days worth of food in like 20 minutes. She's like, "Okay, well, just trying to make sure you know the the." cauliflower that's in there for snacks try to finish that and <laughs> here's dinner you got the chicken and make sure you eat that I'm like okay I'll, no problem but i haven't really been hungry so i'm like oh, okay so now i'm just like wednesday morning i'm gonna be eating all the food that she had that you know when you make a left turn you're gonna hog because your belly's gonna hit the horn yeah. <laughs> what's that <laughs> my belly hit the uh, i'm just gonna go home and take a nap you know I'll be in a food coma for 24 hours. Thanks, baby. You know, I'm like, okay, well, look, I didn't have it. I should have brought something for lunch, but I didn't. I bought lunch. I bought dinner. She's like, why'd you do that? There's food in the kitchen. Because I forgot, because I'm a guy. I'm I'm stupid. I forget things. I'm like, okay, let me get out of the house. And I'm halfway there. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, shit, I forgot to bring lunch. Fuck, I gotta buy it. Like, you know, or sometimes like, uh, you know what, I'll just have when I get home. And it's like, oh, I'm not going home tonight. Oh, yay. <laughs> By the time I eat, it'll be like 10.30 at night. I don't want to have chicken and rice because it's 10 o'clock at night. It's too late for chicken. I got to get up early in the morning to go to work. <laughs> you know, maybe if I get lucky, I'll get some game time in tonight when I get home. And then Monday night, I'm going to go to work. And then I'm going to leave work. And I'll come home for maybe about three hours. And then we'll go back to work to pick up Kingdom Hearts because they're doing a 9 o'clock release. And then I'm going to come back and install it. And so I'll be up till midnight <laughs> wanting to play it. And then it's Tuesday. i got to get up early and go to work. And, you know, it's like it's, and you'd think, if i got to work, go to work Tuesday and the game's out Tuesday, why don't I just wait till Tuesday and just come bring it home with me? I can't do that, Ed. Why not? Because it's, it's a 9 o'clock release on Monday. <laughs> I have it pre-ordered. I need that game. I want to be there with everybody else on 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 midnight going, hey, I'm right, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. Whew. Like people are so excited about this game, and I dropped the one bomb of truth that made somebody stop in their tracks. And it was, what if the game sucks? <laughs> and they're like, what, what do you mean? you mean? Like I'm waiting 13 years for this game. This is the 13 years since the second one. What do you mean, what if it sucks? I'm like, well, what if it sucks? I mean, the game you've been waiting for your whole life is great in your head. The practicality of it is... It's not that game. It's not that game. 
what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you know they're going to go to Frozen's in it. Do you like Frozen? I hate that movie. Oh, guess what? There's a Frozen level. Yeah. You know? Hey, look, there's Monsters, Inc. There's um, Disney owns Marvel. I don't see a Marvel anything. I didn't see Star Wars. You're getting Big Hero 6. That's confirmed. You're getting Toy Story. That's confirmed. You're getting Frozen. That's also confirmed. There's a cut scene with the Pirates of the Caribbean. So there's four right there. Monsters, Inc. There's five worlds right there. What else? <laughs> we don't know. It's just, you know. Lilo and Stitch? No, he, they were in the second one. Oh, okay. I think they want to keep kind of current. But what about, is Moana in there? What about Wreck-It Ralph? Oh. Like, I, there's no DLC pack. So this is the game you're getting. So, hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> like, well, no, I'll be fine. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> the other thing that really sucks, though, is the fact that you're buying this game. I totally am. I could never get into a Kingdom Hearts game. Like, the first one I found was fucking boring. And the second one, I just, I'm like, I'm like, because it's back. It's there's a meme. There's, there's a video that I put on a Facebook page that is Daffy Duck. He plays Robin Hood. And he swings down. And he hits tree to tree to tree. Now, they wrote on the trees each Kingdom Heart yeah, game. nine of them, I think. Nine of them. But only two really matter. Go, go down. And then finally, he cuts all those trees down, Daffy Ducks. He goes up and tries again. And he hits a rock. And it looks like the Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. <laughs> I... Like I just looked at this kid, and he—I looked like I shattered. I like I told him that Santa wasn't real, and that the tooth fairy is a lie. Yeah. I was just like, "Well, what if it sucks?" Like, because he was super excited, and it was like, "Oh, really? Hold on for a second. <laughs> Here's that rug. Let me just yank it out from you. Why? Because I can. <laughs> like it was—it was just. We're gonna buy where I'm funny. It was just complete malice on my part, just to watch it. I'm—I'm I'm a breaker of dreams, Ed, and I get a thrill out of it because I'm like. Hey, you know, oh, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited for it. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, do you have any posters? Like, is there something on the wall? Like, Can I get that? I was like, you know, I got something in the back, and I gave it to him. I was like, oh, my God, thanks. I'm like, <laughs> he was really pumped up, and I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you're really looking forward to it? Yeah, like, I got a question. What? What if it sucks? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I mean, you were really, really excited for it. What if, what if you don't like it? I, why would I? And I'm like, well, was there anything? He's like, well, I wish Frozen wasn't in it. Huh? <laughs> ah, guess what? Frozen's in it. <laughs> there's, there's the embers. <laughs> <laughs> there's the flame. All like, right. Oh, well, I hope they don't spend a lot of time in that world because I guess it won't be fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard 60% of the game isn't Frozen. Yeah, you got to do it Olav. I'm sure someone's going to be singing something at some point. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it sucks. Hope it, I'm like, hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come again. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Enjoy that poster. Leaves <laughs> 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 and coworker looks. He goes, oh, "You're evil." I'm like, "Oh, it's an honest question." I mean, it's, it's possible. It's a possibility. I mean, as a Star Wars fan, the the time between Episode Six and Episode One was what twenty years. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God, all the stuff that's in our head in the moment, Phantom Menace started. You're like, yeah, and you could feel the room just go. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> what? And you could physically feel people's arms crossing and just going, <laughs> that motherfucker. Like, you could feel it. So I'm just like, I know what that feels like. That, oh, my God, this is going to be great. <laughs> just train cars piling up. I'm like, I've never had that yet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, I, I've been there. I'm like, I've been there. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay, kid. <laughs> here. Oh, wait, here. Here's a complimentary helmet. Why? Because life sucks. You're going to need this. Do <laughs> <laughs> I have to wear that all the time? <sighs> anyway, that's kind of that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Destroying dreams. Playing video games and destroying dreams. All right. Uh, so, um, quickly, do you have anything you'd like to bring to the show movie-wise? I mean, DVD, Blu-ray? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, uh, okay. Let's run real quick here. All right, because I brought... It's not that many. Okay, well, I think um, this I think this weekend, this week is the um, Reign of the Superman is coming, I think. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Wait, it's 29th? Yeah, 29th. The 29th. Okay, 29th Tuesday, kids. Here we go. Uh, yeah, Reign of the Superman is coming out. So the second half of the Death of Superman trilogy. Now, they only have the two. They only have the one as a separate. I was kind of hoping like a box set duel kind of thing. I didn't pick up the first one yet. I didn't pick up the first one either. And I was kind of like going, well, they're going to put them together two and two. Right. You know, I think. So I don't know, because I, well, I, I, I was almost almost bought the Death of Superman today, and I was just kind of like, nah, I'm going to wait it out. I remember when they did the um, Dark Knight Returns, they did two parts, and then after the second part was out, a couple months later, they were like, hey, here's you can only get it here, or here's a special edition, both movies together. Right. It's three hours. It's like, oh, okay, so maybe they'll do that for the Reign of the Superman. Only makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're probably, like you said, which one, the Batman Return the Return of Dark Knight? Uh, you mean? Dark Knight Returns, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did that. It was like, but it was a couple months after that it came right. out, the second so part, I'm too. So I'm hoping that maybe, like, for summertime, it'll be like, hey, yeah. in between, when you guys are waiting for Hush, here's the, woo, woo. Okay, what else you got? Uh, the Nutcracker, The Four Realms. It's a Disney movie that's coming out there on 4K and Blu-ray and DVD. So if you... If you want to hear the untold story of The Nutcracker... There you go. Uh, Willow, the 30th anniversary edition is coming out uh, this week. Oh, that doesn't make me feel old. <laughs> um, Screamers. The It's a uh, um, Philip K. Dick-inspired movie uh, about a... War zone that uh, has these uh, 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 artificial intelligent, uh, basically kind of like tremors in a way. Okay. Those worm uh, okay. things, and they would kill you. And there it was it's a whole dis- okay. theory. It's a it's a really good movie. I seen it a couple times a long time ago. It's like an eighties movie. I highly recommend it. So thank. Um, all that jazz Criterion collections coming out. I know you like the Criterion collections, and the heat in the heat of the night Criterion collection is also coming out this uh, Ooh, Tuesday. Uh, Doctor Who Season 11, the new Doctor, uh, is coming out this Tuesday. So if you want to binge watch her, there you go. All right. Uh, that is all I have for movies. Uh, we'll move on to video games. Of course, the big one that you've already told us was Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out this Tuesday yeah. for the PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. Uh, the Council by Maximum Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also coming out on Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? No, I, oops. It'll probably See, Friday. Uh, Kingdom Hearts and Hill comes out Tuesday. I mean, is there really? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. I got the wrong. I just got the wrong date written down. But that's that's correct. So the council is coming also count on Tuesday. A demo by PM Studios uh, kills for the Switch is coming out Tuesday. And Sphinx and the Council Mummy and the Cursed Mummy, sorry, by Kokum International Limited for the Switch is also coming out this Tuesday. Alright. And that is it. That is all the video games and movies coming out this week. Okay. Enjoy. So, um, 
There's been some news lately since we last met. Um, I got a hodgepodge of stuff. Some of it's I'm, I'm going to see how I can link it all together. Ready? Let's start with yeah. You mentioned Kingdom Hearts, uh-huh. right? Uh, Tokyo Disney in Tokyo uh-huh. is getting Kingdom Heart rooms with Keyblade keys. <laughs> I just really throw that out there. All right, but <laughs> Ching Ching. Yeah, why not? Um, hey, it's official, Ed. Yeah. Eddie Murphy is coming is going to star in Coming to America too. <laughs> you can see his face. <laughs> the first, the original, great movie, funny movie. Yeah, I you know I've watched it several times in my life. It's one of those movies <laughs> you can watch and go and just to really get Central a glass. Tagli. <laughs> you can get good laughs out of it. You could, you know, enjoy it. It was like it was like the run of movies that Eddie Murphy was in in the eighties that really like when he was funny. Yes, okay. I was going to try to be more delicate, but yes, no, okay. when he was funny. I mean, he does. He's great as the as the donkey, but he's not really. And he when was the last time we actually saw Eddie Murphy in a real comedy? I can't remember. Right, even yeah. Life, that long ass movie with him, and uh, they were doing all the multiple characters and stuff. Where they he ages, yeah. It had moments, but I wouldn't say it was a super super hysterical. Well, that's uh, to me it was more of a dark comedy than an actual right okay. comedy. That's what you know. Thing. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really like lo- loved it. You know, and there's like a, a couple other ones that he was in. There was the one uh, the, where he played like a medicine man, kind of or a prophet type of man. Right. It was a low budget film, and I thought that was going to make his comeback because that wasn't one of the ba- that was a pretty good movie for him. Right. You know, that was several years ago, many many years ago. Uh, now, but uh, it was it was really enjoyable. I was kind of maybe he's going to come back, and then of course he did a couple crappy ones after that. You're like, eh. it was like I remember there was a moment where he said in an interview that he wanted to make change his movies because he became a father. And that's where Daddy Daycare came out yeah. and Haunted Mansion. Now Daddy Daycare I thought was kind of funny. It was funny for like for yeah. what it was. Haunted Mansion had in him it was kind of you know yeah. it wasn't the greatest, but then after that it was you know people thought he was going to win an Oscar for Dreamgirls. Because he was nominated, but then he follows it up with that um, Hubert or Hubbard or Norbit. No, Norbit, that's it. And it was like, oh, it, you just you just feel the air just get sucked out of the sails that Oscar went. Because yeah. you could just feel it. Because he was, everyone was buzzing. He was really and Dreamgirls wasn't a comedy, but it was a serious role for him. All right. For those people who don't know, Coming to America is a classic 1988 comedy starring Eddie Murphy as an African prince traveling incognito to Queens to find true love. Um, it's getting a sequel more than 30 years after its initial release. Murphy will return in the role of Akeem, who in this movie comes back to the U.S. to meet his long-lost son and heir to his nation's throne. Okay. <laughs> uh, Deadline reports that Paramount Pictures is signed on Craig Brewer, the director of House Hustle and Flow, to helm Coming to America 2. Uh, the filmmaker intends to reunite Murphy with the rest of the original cast, which includes Arsenio Hall, Sherry Headley, John Amos, and James Earl Jones. Uh, Kenya Barris is currently rewriting a script penned by the original film's screenwriters. Um, Barry Blonstein and David Sheffield. Um, production is supposed to begin sometime in 2019. All right. Uh, Brewer just wrapped up working with Murphy on Dolomite Is My Name, a biographical film on comedian Rudy Ray Moore that will be released later this year on Netflix. Uh, in a statement, Murphy said, After many years of anticipation, I'm thrilled that Coming to America 2 is finally moving forward. 
We assembled a great team and be led by Craig Brewer, who just did an amazing job on Dolomite. I'm looking forward to bringing these classics and all these classics of love characters back to the big screen. <laughs> um, so, what do you think? <sighs> it's it's a tough hill. To, I mean, you go, you you know, like you. How many times have we seen something like they take a sequel to something? And it's not as good, and especially like the long time. And we're talking um, the Dumb and Dumber sequel, right? That apparently is horrible. Like it's just sometimes you can't go home. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's over thirty years since that movie. Thirty-one years since that movie was yeah. made. So you go, wow! Like, like you know, do you really want to dip into that? Well, I mean, it's a classic, and you go, you know. You're going to tarnish that with a sequel. I mean, unless they, unless it's done really well. I mean, you know, there's okay. been some surprises, you sure. know, here and there. I mean, like I thought Tron Legacy was better than Tron. Sure, you know, as a movie. Of course, I mean, nobody thought that, but me. I liked it. Yeah, but that's the the, the the thing of it. You just take a gamble, and it's like you never know. But it's just like you know, and I think I'm more worried about like because the way of, of Murphy's career is going. You know, like kind of thing. Like, could he, you know, could he pull this off again? Like. He was he was a you know he was a real talent in the eighties that really right you know there's a long list of movies that we could go go through and then be like you know he was great in that and he was good in this he was did action comedies like the Beverly Hill Cop series yeah. and, you know and, and there's other comedies that he was in Wall uh, uh, Trading Spaces and and so on and so on and you go and you, and all of a sudden like stuff started falling apart like in the nineties I guess it was you know or like the late nineties I think it was and then you go. Yeah, I mean, and he's—I don't think he's really like he's come up a little time, a couple of times here and there, but it's like, can he do it again? Like, can, yeah. you know, it's just like, well, let's hope so. All right, Ed. Yeah, I got some news. Breaking okay. news. Breaking Not really news. breaking news, but Avatar two and three production reportedly completed. <laughs> uh, just so you know, it, it takes place. Avatar two takes place. Eight years later, after the first one. <laughs> and Jake has got a big family, by the way. <laughs> and it's set to release on December 18th, 2020. And Avatar 3 will be released the same uh, one year later on December 17th, 2021. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, it's like, I, I think people, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like I've seen some things about on YouTube about it. Like critics have already been kind of panning the idea of having sequels for Avatar because it's been so long. And they're like, you know, it was it was you know it was one of those things where people were were amazed at it in the theater, and it wasn't really replicated at home because you know the the whole three D you know effects yeah. and the colors and stuff like that you could see on the big screen. And then like people start now start like questioning it like like well. The, will he hit gold again? And it's just like, yeah. you know, and you're like, well, the technology got better since the last time he did this. You know, I don't even know when the movie came out. What, 09, 08? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You know, so you're talking a decade later. A decade later. Fuck. <laughs> that's why it's eight years later. Yeah. You know, and it's like, <clears throat> and and you go, all right, you know, and it's, but it's a, that, that's production. It's not shooting. Don't they have the stuff to shoot the thing, you know? I mean, and, it, it, it's finished production. So that means. That now, okay, all the primary actors are finished filming their oh, roles. Oh, so they okay, so yeah. filming's done. Yeah. They just got to do. Now you go back and put all the special effects in, all the sound mixing, all the ARs, the any of the um, overlays and stuff like that. So, okay, and I think also we have to wait for the technology to be made because apparently he was like, I'm, he's a futurist. He's like, well, this is the way movie theaters. This is how I want them to see my movie. Now we got to create the cameras to film it. And apparently they did that. Now we got to make something like. Kevin Smith did a. Um, I thought this was fascinating. Kevin Smith did an interview with Stan Lee and his wife, uh-huh. 
but it was done with a 12 um, a, of 12k project uh, camera. Uh-huh. There is no screen. It's it was done like in a virtual reality setting, uh-huh. but you'll never see it until the 4k TVs come out. It's actually legitimately like it's you mean done. 12k 12k. TV. Sorry, that 12k. Like there's no way they were able to record it, but there's no way to play it back. So it's like, well, then how That's stupid, right? So now you have this interview with Stanley and his wife that Kevin was part of, and he talks about it, and he's like, you know, and well, who knows when we'll say it. That is terrible. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, but people do that all the time. Apparently, Prince is. Uh, Kevin talks about the time where he was uh, Prince asked him to come over to the house to to do like a documentary on his life, and that you'll never see the light of day. Well, that's but that's one thing. Like, like one day, like the the estate will go. You know, let's release this. Prince is no longer. He can't fight it anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, we need to make money. People will buy this documentary, and then boom, boom, done. Right. You know, they'll get Kevin to sign off for it or whatever. You know, kind of thing, and they'll and it'll it'll be released on video, right. Blu Ray, whatever. So you go okay, but like something like that is just like. Now you're going to wait for 4K televisions to come out, and then people have to buy them. So it's going to right. take so long. 12K, you mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> you said 4K. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. So when the 12K comes out, finally comes out, and people now adopt it, and then they finally release it on right. video. Uh, now you're going to cry your your boy your eyes up because he's gone. I bawled my eyes out at we called the Spider Verse. Yeah. Because there's a cameo of Stan Lee, a predominant one too, and I'm like. <laughs> So I'm already ready. Yeah. <laughs> He's already got the tissues. I'm already in. I'm in. So it's like, I'm like, I'm like that. I mean, like in, in that case, but I mean, it, it just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous, especially the whole avatar thing. I mean, I still haven't seen the first one yet. I'm still. <laughs> Maybe we'll make that Thursday's movie. I thought we'd see the, the latest Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, we had a choice with either Tomb Raider or Happy Time Rivers. And I picked Tomb Raider. But then when Ed say he didn't see Happy Time Murders, okay, we'll see that one first. <laughs> I, don't, I guarantee you I there were no laughs in that in Tomb Raider. <laughs> I didn't see either one, really. But um, I didn't see the new Tomb Raider either. <laughs> Hashtag not my Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, like this at this point, I'm like, I'm like, does people care anymore? Like, I mean, Disney's probably the only ones who care because they fucking made a, <laughs> they took a big. Big people, uh, sick of the land for that for this thing, you know. To make well, this. it's it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah. on January nineteenth, this was uh, Avatar sequels not certain after Disney Fox merger. <laughs> uh, let's see, a dead, this is from comicbook.com, so take it whatever it's worth. A decade after the first film broke box office records, audience preparing the return for the world of Pandora and the sequel of Avatar finally premieres in theaters next year. Uh, it's still a long way away, but director James Cameron is hard at work on film uh, on the film, having finished photography on both Avatar Two and Avatar Three. The ambitious filmmaker has often spoke about his plans to make a fourth and fifth movie, but it sounds like those films aren't in stone yet. Okay, <laughs> so the movies are produced by 20th Century Fox, longtime collaborators of Cameron's, but with Disney's acquisition of Fox set to be finalized in the next few months, um, Disney will decide whether they want to greenlit two more Avatar sequels. So we're going to get two and three, but but they're not sure about four and five. Uh, With speaking to Barron's Disney chairman, Robert Iger, Iger? Yeah, whatever. Iger. Uh, Iger spoke about the possibility of making more Avatar movies while speaking about the licenses for Pandora's section of Walt Disney World. (laughs) We had license well before we anticipated buying Fox. 
We went to Jim Cameron and suggested to him that we build an avatar presence at our parks, as we've done with the George with George Lucas, with Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Uh, as Universal did with Time Warner and J.K. Rowling's and Harry Potter. So we licensed from Jim the right to build Avatar lands at our parks and paid a fee to Jim and to Fox for those rights. In this particular case, it doesn't really change except that we'll be paying ourselves. There are two more Avatar coming, two more Avatars coming, and two in the pipeline that have not been greenlit. Though Disney has not officially approved the production of two more Avatar movies beyond the third film, uh, he seems confident that the franchise is, as a whole while teasing the upcoming sequels. Uh, the new ones are a continuation of the former one, so the characters will become more familiar because they've only been in one movie. I can't get into all the details, but there's obviously character development, story development, part of two and three, blah, blah, blah. Um, it didn't go to $2.6 billion wor- worldwide by accident. There's something there, he said. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Yeah, well, I mean, Disney Disney's sitting either at the greatest spot in the world or the worst spot in the world for this. Like that's right. the thing, you know. I mean, they obviously they're, they're going to go through with the, the next two because pretty much I think probably like whatever Fox had set in stone, it's like they really can't reverse that. There's not too much they can do. Right. You know, I'm sure there's probably some legalities they could do if if two bombs at three will never see the light of day or it goes direct to video or something right. like that. You know, Disney ain't gonna go. Disney's like, fuck you, we bought it, we're putting we're putting it out there, right. You know. So I mean that's the thing. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have to sit on this and go. All right, well let's see what happens twenty twenty. Are we going to? And that's the thing. Like Disney stock is starting to slip. I've been uh, a couple oh, people yeah. at work. They're talking about the stocks and stuff. And Disney's is starting to slip a little bit because it's just like this year is a bad year for Disney in a way because their parks. There's a lot of construction going on. Right, because they're getting ready for the Star Wars land. That, but besides Star Wars land, there's a other a lot of other little right. rides being changed. Other ones, right. you know, it's, things. It's, so there's a lot of different things. So it's it's not as robust as it usually is. So that people are kind of going, well, I'm not going. If it, I'm going to wait till at least once when, when Star Wars Land hits in in Florida, everything will be done. So I might as well wait right. for that to happen. And then that way, if when everybody's in Star Wars Land, I have all these other rides that I can see that are brand new. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So like, and then of course the Disney Plus. Uh, is is not until the so end of the year. Is it not to the end of the yeah, year? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like they're going to say, like it's going to be closer to the end of the year. So it's not a lot of that going on. So that's the other thing. I'm I mean, it's, for that. it's all it's all rumor at this point. Right. So we don't know. I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's a lot of passing on the rumor from other people. Is what I'm doing. Right. I'm not saying like I'm just guessing, and that's you know I threw the end of the year. That was it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> But that's a lot of people are saying that a lot of critics and, and uh, Disney uh, fans are saying that that's what they're like looking at based off of what they've heard from the Disney uh, camp. Okay. So you you so you have that all riding. So it's just like so basically for them it's just like okay they're going to go two and three for Avatar in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, and then it's just like at least that will generate stuff for for Animal Kingdom because that's where the, the Avatar Land is in there in that park. So it it could work out for them. But if these movies bomb, it could hurt them even worse, you know, like, you know, like, or not worse, but it could hurt them in a way, yeah. you know. They I mean they could work it out where they could recoup the money, but they, you know, they're not going to gain money. Is what is basically what I'm saying. So they're either in a great position or a terrible position, not a good position. <laughs> way to play middle of the field, Ed. That's, that's, <laughs> not, that's the way it is because you don't know until it's business. Yeah, that's right, it's business. You don't know until it happens. You know, right. well, well, you know, four and five, you'll never see it. You know. That's, <laughs> Well, let's talk about actors. All right, which ones? A couple of them. Because okay. um, um, I don't know if you do. You watch Supergirl? 
Uh, not as much as I like. Okay, would you be interested more knowing that they're going to introduce Lex Luthor into the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would that would definitely you know depends on right. who it is and and how well he. I have an answer for that. Ed. All right. What, um, do you remember movies like Pretty in Pink? Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. TV shows like Two Men and a Baby. No, Two and a Half Men. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, there's an actor who's play. He's actually had a run in NCIS. All right, that's not who I was thinking of. Who are you thinking? John Cryer. Ding 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 ding. You're kidding me. John Cryer is going to be playing Lex Luthor in Supergirl. <laughs> Ducky. Ducky is, is going to be, be Lex super, is, He was he was Lex's nephew in Superman. That's right, in Superman Four, four Quest yeah. for Peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he gets to play Lex Luthor. Oh yeah. my god, that sounds terrible. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Well, here's here's the headline: Crier will kill it as Lex Luthor says. Supergirl producers. Now, in all fairness, they're pretty good with their their abilities to pull people from. Older stuff, like look at John Wesley Shipp playing Barry Allen's father. Yeah. All right, that's kind of a good pull. They even had the the woman who played his girlfriend in the show play in the show, show once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they had Dean Kane in Supergirl. You know? Um, Helen Slater is also in Supergirl. Right. You know, it's like the, you're able to pull people and, and things from other other items, too. Right. Um so, John Cryer is the next long line of actors to play Superman's arch nemesis, Lex Luthor. And, and, and this one being in Supergirl's fourth season, the producers seem to think he's going to be great in the role. Um, many are hesitant to see Cryer as a dome, uh, chrome dome villain, especially seeing how Cryer is mostly known for comedies like Pretty in Pink, Hot Shots, and his long-running role in Two and a Half Men. However, this will work to his advantage, according to Supergirl's exclusive executive producer, Jessica Queller and Robert Rovner. In her interview with comicbook.com, they acknowledged Cryer's previous casting as Lenny Luther and how great Lex will be. Who's Lenny Luther? That's right. <laughs> uh, but John Cryer is just a phenomenal actor. Uh, he's, got, he's got that twinkle in his eye, and he's going to be masterful. He's got humor. He's going to kill it. Um, Melissa Benoist Cara will certainly be under pressure having to deal with her cousin's nemesis while while he's not around and that goes double for other characters like James Olsen because you know he's not Jimmy anymore because he's an adult That's right yeah uh, Lex's sister Lena um, but everything but they have everything mapped out um, I saw a photo of of him he's going bald obviously right. and he's got like the beard thing going on and he looked I wouldn't say he looked particularly scary but uh, all right. Look, a lot of good comics can play really good evil people. There's that darkness in them. <laughs> what? Well, okay. I don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. There is the 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 the, the depression that act some comedians have. They can really bring that out and make a dramatic role really a great performance. Right. You know. But John Cryer. I mean, to me. It's those ears. <laughs> I can't get past those ears. He's got the cab doors open. Yes. 
I mean, I mean, like, would you see a picture of him? I've, I've got black? several pictures of him. Oh, and okay. And you're, you know, and his ears just pop out. He's balding. You're right. You know, like, so and, you know, hey, look, it's but, but most. And I like John Carter. Don't get me wrong. I like I like the roles he's played. He is a good comedic actor. He he can do that. But like, this is not like a serious drama. It's a it's a soap operish boy. It's, man, yeah, it's, it's, show that you're watching, you know, like kind of thing, because it's a weekly, you know, it's thing. a weekly serial. Yeah. Um. Now I did see his stint in, in in NCIS. He plays a doctor who helped bring Gibbs, who helped see Gibbs' life, and becomes like kind of like a like a conf- not a confidant, but like kind of like a therapist too, to to Gibbs. And he's real serious, but a little bit of a sarcastic tone to him. Yeah. So typical John Carrier, I almost want to put like yeah. typical Ducky, you know. But he's really good at it, and he's not like you know he's not dancing around the floor or anything like that. But and, and and he looks completely different than he does in Two and a Half Men, as you can tell, because he's got the white male pattern baldness. So he does what all white men do when they start doing that: <laughs> fucking shave it. Right. You know, but some people can pull it off, some people can't. What I mean, you? like if they pin back his, I'm serious. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not being funny about this. If they pin back his ears, I might pull. It might pull it off. Like like that's to me. It's, when you see these two. Dumbo ears, because they're, they're big. They're not like little ears sticking out. They're big ears. Like it's like like I know if I shave my head, I'm gonna have two big fucking ears. Yeah, I sticking can't pull a, the bald head. Yeah, either. I can't. I can't eat. You know, and I'm like, because my <laughs> wife tells me all the time, it's like, no, you can't do it. And I'm like, I'm looking at Cryer's face, and it's it's all I see. I don't see his face. All I see is the ears. <laughs> it's like a, it's like fucking two teacups, you know, fucking each other in two, the head. Two saucers trying to press asses together. <laughs> It's like a sugar bowl, like basically, uh, uh, like it's like I mean, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, and then like, of course, every every picture he's in, he's smiling, so it really right, makes so it tough to go. go I need like, you, I need you to stop smiling for a moment. Scowl. Give me, give me a bald, you know, scowl, so that way I can go. Yeah, I can see that as Lex Luthor. Because here's, oh yeah, here's here's a picture of him. In, right, that's the that's the that's the. Right. No, you don't see but, the ears. But to say the one, the one side's cut off by a door because he's looking through a, a, a glass window of like a prison. From jail, yeah. And the other one's like shaded back, so it's like, yeah, I could buy this. Like, like seeing that, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I love that face and all. I can see it. But as soon as Ducky's face, my <laughs> voice comes out, you go, yeah, I've gone. Hey, and what's it comes up, out late. <laughs> what's up, Lenny Luther? <laughs> if if they if if he, I've been like, they have to put him in shadows. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm, I'm being critical, but, but there's certain things you see. Lex Luthor just... has a weakness, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like oh, I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, hopefully you can pull it off. Well, Oops, sorry. well, well uh, on, on the flip side, I know you didn't see um, the, re- the remake of It, have you? Because no. you're not a scary movie no. guy. Well, James McAvoy, he's in it. He plays one of the characters as older, because uh, um, the new movie that comes out this year takes place twenty-seven years later after the first one. Right. So it's called It Chapter Two. Well, James McAvoy is freaked out on the set after seeing B- co-star Bill Skarsgård dressed as Pennywise. The movie's highly anticipated follow-up of Warner Brothers' twenty seventeen horror hit film It. Um. It also helped the studio reach $5 billion at the box office that year. So uh, McAvoy stars as the film as an adult Bill Denenborough, one of the members of the Losers Clubs who will turn to Derry, Derry Maine to face Pennywise for its final confrontation. Give me a second. Bless you. Bless you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. Um, 
Where is where he's doing the... Uh, during the production of the original film, Scar Scar was kept away from the young cast to create more of a genuine reaction, but it seems Pennywise can strike fear in any age group. When discussing Skarsgård's performance as an intimidating clown, McAvoy said, He's amazing. The guy who plays the clown is terrifying. He's a lovely guy, and yet he really freaked me out. I remember standing there with the rest of the cast, all these adults, and we've all done weird, freaky stuff, and we're all looking at each other doing, I don't like being here. I don't like being an actor today. <laughs> he, he really did. He really freaked me out. I never liked clown as, clowns as a kid. <laughs> um, you know, he's certainly not alone as a fear of clowns, but I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it because uh, it's supposed to come. The, the first one was so good. Like, I'm not really a scary movie kind of guy either, but, man, it was so good. Like it had just it wasn't like not a lot of the jump scares, but it was just terror, like terror inducing. It was just creepy. Right. It was good. It was really, really good, Ed. It was <laughs> yeah. good. It was good. Good movie, good. Good movie, good. Movie good. Movie were good. <laughs> All right. Um I don't know if you saw the little teaser trailer of that they're hey, they're making Ghostbusters again. <laughs> Did you see this? I, I I saw a picture of um Ecto one? Bill, no, Bill Murray in the suit. That's wrong. That's that's, wrong. Fa- that's fake news, Ed. Okay. Fake news because he wore that outfit to accept an award for MTV. That's ah. where they pulled it from. Fake news, Ed. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Um, with the was was like a teaser trailer because Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, is yeah. directing the new Ghostbusters movie. Okay. Apparently, um, it's um, he did like a little teaser trailer. It's like on a barn, and you can hear like the. The, I don't know if you've seen it, but like there's a no, I haven't seen it. it. The Ecto one's covered up. You don't really know. You just see a car, and then like there's a wind gust comes up. And you see Ecto one. You're like, oh, we can like titter, titillating, right? Yeah. And then you hear the spark of uh, the reactor, and it's like, dude, and it just kind of fades away, and it's like, oh my god, Ghostbusters! Apparently, it's coming out relatively like they're they're working on it like right now. And there's been some controversy because right away Leslie Jones flips out, like because she was in the all girl one. It's like it's fucking insulting that you would do this. And the first thing about me is, wait a second, you rebooted the movie because this one, this movie, says be a direct sequel to Ghostbusters two, or at least the original Ghostbusters, yeah. a direct sequel, not this alternate universe thing. So she got her panties in a bunch about it. Like she was real tight about it. Like. You guys can't do that. The fuck, it's, it's insulting. That's a disgrace. Blah blah blah. And I'm sitting there going, "Wait, didn't you guys remake a movie with all?" Wait, 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 wait. Huh? She's, wait, she's she's Shh. in a bunch because they're gonna re- they're gonna make another movie that she rebooted, right? Or, or, or basically, she was involved in a reboot. It's like you know, it's like, you know, maybe she probably wrote some jokes for it, I guess. And I'm like, well, all right, well, make it funny, like you know, like 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 it's it's bad that uh, Thor was the funniest thing in that movie, you know. And it was, you know, and it was like, I saw it. I'm like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I didn't see it, or whatever. I actually watched it because I watched every Ghostbuster movie. I saw every show, you know. I'm like, and it's it's not funny. Here, it, here's what she said. Um, this was on the 19th of January. The actress who starred in the all-female reboot of the franchise in 2016 tweeted about her disappointment about the news that Jason Reitman will helm a new movie that will continue the story that began with the 1984 original and its 1989 sequel. Uh, in response to the new Ghostbusters uh, project, will continue the story that began. Um, 
and ignore the female reboot from director Paul Fe- uh, Feig. In 2016, Leslie Jones, a cast member from the later, has voiced her disappointment on social media. The comedian took to Twitter uh, and posted, so insulting, like, fuck us, we didn't count. It's like some, it's it's like something Trump would do. And Trump's voice, and she, you know, she feels like, going to redo Ghostbusters, better with men, it'll be huge, those women aren't Ghostbusters, ugh, so annoying, such a dick move, I don't give a fuck, um, and I don't give... And I don't give a fuck. I'm saying something. So she tagged her fellow Ghostbusters stars, Melissa McCarthy, along with Reitman. So far, there's been no response from anyone involved in the new film, which has received backlash since the announcement of its intent. An English journalist wrote an open letter to Jason Reitman, citing his missed opportunity. Um, the females Ghostbusters received mostly positive reviews upon its release, and currently sits at 74% Rotten Tomatoes. It's because if you didn't, because they were, you were pressured. If you didn't like the movie, you were called a misogynistic pig, right? And that you weren't, you know, you were against women because you didn't like it, whether or not it, you just didn't like it because it wasn't funny. It's like if you didn't like it, you must hate women. It's like, oh, I hated it because it's not funny, funny right? You know, I'm, <laughs> I loved bridesmaids. Not a single dick in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, there's some all female comedies that are good. That yeah. wasn't one of them. And it's the thing, like I wanna, I wanna like have viewing parties to like, you like get Paul like bring people in, and but I would be like in a in a soft chair with a low light, with holding a cigarette in my mouth, going, <laughs> watching them react to this movie. It's probably cringeworthy to them. Go, how did you like the film? <laughs> Your own mystery science theater three thousand. <laughs> Today's experiment: Ghostbusters, the night the twenty sixteen version. <laughs> no. Oh, you cannot leave until the credits have end. No! But, here you go, so that, that's... And, and if your eyes move away, the movie will pause. <laughs> so, apparently, like, so that, that was going on. So everyone's like, well, what's this going to thing? So, according to birthmoviesdeath.com... Um, birthmoviesdeath.com. Right. Okay. Okay. So, apart, apparently, the main characters in the new Ghostbusters are kids. <laughs> All right. So, the person's like, okay, this is probably not what you're expecting, but bear with me for a second. This one takes explaining. So, earlier today, I was minding my own business. Uh, I spoke with the main characters. I spoke, the main characters in the new Ghostbusters were going to be kids. According to a reliable source I spoke with, the main characters of the new Ghostbusters were going to be kids ages 12 or 13 based uh, on the names being kicked around for roles like many of the other loose pieces of newsy but unconfirmed information that come our way i followed this away and my brain went back to doing whatever it was i've been doing probably studying the bible this is my want this guy's obviously sarcastic cut to a few minutes ago we got this covered runs a story revealing the plot specifics of character details from jason reitman's ghostbusters they claimed to have spoken with a single trusted source, which in most cases would not be enough to convince me to regurgitate their scoop here on the site. Uh, but half of what of what we got discovered says corroborated by this person I spoke with earlier, earlier today that the main characters of the film would be young kids. This would seem to lend credence to the rest of what um, the article revealed today. It's all unconfirmed, of course, but in this case... This get persons convinced just enough to share with the rest of the class. So here we go. According to the, um, the report, in the 2020 Ghostbusters will revolve around two kids living in a small town. A 12-year-old girl who sounds like uh, sounds a lot like Egon, 
along for talent or for science, also has difficulty interpreting and expressing emotions and speaks with a flat delivery that makes her um, observations humor humorous. And an excitable young boy who exhibits unbridled excitement for the unknown. Sounds like Ray. Hmm. Update. Um, Boy's Kit claims main characters will be 14, two girls, two boys. He doesn't specify ages, and it's unclear if kids mentioned in the report are two of those kids. In any event, sounds like a younger generation is being used, ushered in. Um, the film will focus on a family who moves back home to a small town. While they're there, they begin to learn more about who they are and the secrets of the town itself. You know that there's no mention of the original Ghostbusters in any of this, but between those uh, those descriptions, that Reitman's Ghostbusters will serve as a sequel to the two Ghostbusters films his father made, and that it's like that it's likely that at least few of them will appear. Real talk: there's no way Aykroyd and Hudson are passing this up. The real question mark seems to be Bill Murray, of course. Uh, will these kids be children of former Ghostbusters, completely unrelated? What kind of secrets is that small town harboring, and how is it affected that the Ecto-1 is now sitting in a barn somewhere? So, <laughs> dozens officially been confirmed. Um, outside of the fact that Leslie Jones is pissed off. I, again, I feel like... <laughs> this is really, really funny. I feel like she is a hypocrite. Because... When it was first announced it was going to be a female cast, it got backlash. Uh And everyone's like, you know what? You shouldn't judge that movie until you see it. How dare you? People saw it. They didn't like it. So now she's making a judgment call on a movie that she hasn't seen yet. She knows nothing about. How do you know that Ivan Reitman, that kid, Jason Reitman, while yet it was a sequel, to tie in the other girls? Right. Like he could have just masterfully stroked this this whole pen out a whole plot where okay yeah we didn't see the the original ghostbusters in some capacity and make cameos i think in the in the, the female version yeah, yeah but who's to say that you can't find a way to make those worlds actually blend in together so make it one big picture you know while it's a sequel but honor the the current generation because clearly if it's going to be two girls and two boys it's a mix of everybody but if you're going to sit there and bitch about it before you even see a line of dialogue or know a basic plot line she probably just shot herself in the foot for a job. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, you're you right. don't know what he was doing. You're bitching and complaining about it, and you're like, whoa, maybe you should slow your roll a little bit because what have you done since then? Oh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> what you were doing before that movie. <laughs> so guess what? Your career didn't do anything for this <laughs> movie. The only person it seemed to who, who got out of it scot-free was Melissa McCartney. Yeah, but even those, yeah, but some of her movies though, like the some of them were not that good after. Right, there's yeah. they're hit or miss with yeah. her, but she's still she's a happy time murderers. Yeah, she's great in it. Yeah, she's funny. Rico, what um, what's her face is going to be um, Cheetah in the new Wonder Woman movie, but yeah. you haven't seen her, and you won't see her until next year. Yeah, but I haven't Kristen Wiig. I haven't seen her in any movies out recently. No, you know what about the. Kathy McKinney, that's she's the other one. Yeah, everyone says she stole the movie. Where is she? <laughs> she's in that movie with. She Mila was Kunis. uncomfortable in that movie to me. She, she, was, was... she was Mila. Kunis. She's partnered up with Mila Kunis for the Spy Who Dumped Me, but she plays second fiddle. Yeah, and that one directed the right video, and then there was another one with uh, Scarlett Johansson, the mm. uh, the kind of like the bachelorette party or something, right. uh... which they made an African American version of the exact same movie, which I heard was better. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so her career didn't spike because of it. 
neither did Leslie Jones. So why would you want to stir a pot when there's a possibility of you getting a, a second bite at the apple here? <laughs> like, well, I mean, first off, it's like, it's like, it, I mean, they, they, are they going to be like, oh, I see you know, Ghostbusters, fuck them. And like, they didn't even say that. Like now you're making something up. And like, unless you heard something that nobody else did. Right. And go now like, well, let us know that that was said. Like, like, oh, so-and-so in this article said they mm. fuck, you know, female Ghostbusters. Yeah. They're finally going to make a sequel. Was, he just said it was a sequel to the other two movies that my father made. It had nothing to do with, with you. So it's like, you can still have your universe if you want, you know, and if, if, if they greenlight another one, oh, whatever, you know, go ahead. Like, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, it's like you, you like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna carbage something that you know nothing about, right? Which is what what she was complaining about when they made the off. It was like, whoa, 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 do you not see the irony here, lady? Because I, I, I mean, I don't think I'm intelligent by any sense of the word, but at least I could put those out. That, that's like connecting the dots right, right. there, like. <sighs> it's, it's the oh, well, I'm gonna whine and complain about everything else around, but when it happens to me, oh my god, it's a sin. <laughs> I mean this, and also I hate to say this. It sounds like a terrible idea, anyway. <laughs> what the kids in a? I think no. What I see, <laughs> you clearly don't have Netflix because you've never seen uh, Stranger Things, right? It's per like, Stranger Things is this whole. I think no, 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 don't, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. All right, let me you let me clarify. Th- th- clarify like, what do you think is a bad idea? The fact that they're taking an adult themed movie right you know that has a little bit of kid fun to it right and putting kids into it okay like if they came up with an idea like goosebumps or like you know like okay. stranger things along those lines and have kids in it that's fine but you took something it's like doing the son of rambo movie remember that movie <laughs> no no there's a son of rambo movie son of rambo look, yes really? look it up it's a little kid's movie okay and it's it's like it's like a little kid that's the son of rambo oh okay. or it's not really but they they so it's like a spoof it's a spoof kind of movie All but right. it's terrible well it's a spoof movie right but that's like that's to me is like what they're doing with this they're like they're like let's 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 kid this up. Let's 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 you know like let's make this kid friendly. It's it's a it's a sci-fi comedy horror movie, is what I, it is. I, you know, and you know it's like. Well, it depends on how old the kids are. What if they're teenagers? What if it's like Scooby Doo? <laughs> that started out as Scooby Doo, like as teenagers. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. it wasn't like middle-aged men or or, or, or at least twenties or thirties playing a movie, and then all of a sudden they're going to sequelize it with kids. Or or maybe okay, you know. Okay, it's I mean, like a life after porn with kids. This is this is this is that's not <laughs> that sounds way dirtier than it's it and, is. Or, yeah, um, I maybe what if it, what if it's like okay, first of all, if you want to make a trilogy out of it, or if yeah. you want to do it, if you need to relaunch reboot a series, you need to get younger actors. So maybe just by maybe this is me writing a movie, uh-huh. right? So hold on. So so maybe it's one of those things where it's like okay, the kids go back to the old town. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah okay. no, that's fine. Um, I'm listening. They go back to town, and there's the Ecto-1 in a barn, uh-huh. and then there's an old um, trap thing in, in the thing in the, in the back. Because uh-huh. it's, you know, really, and these kids diddle with it, uh-huh. and they get that it to work dirty. because, yeah, well, because they're teenagers. <laughs> and let's say that their school's haunted or something like that, yeah. and then they figure out how to work this stuff, and they become like these, these, these Ghostbusters Junior League kind of thing. <laughs> You know, and then it goes from there. Like maybe there's like a bigger universe. That- All right. Well, then how about this? Let's be given another title besides Ghostbusters. Create this movie that's okay. original 
And not even have the Ghostbusters name attached uh, to it. Brand specific. You got branding. People are stupid. They're not gonna go with they're not gonna go with any original property because originality very rarely sells nowadays. You you get pen yeah, because, no, because fucking because the fucking people with the money that want to put these movies out don't want to <laughs> don't want to don't want to take a chance is what it is. You're absolutely right. If you're going to spend a hundred million dollars on a budget, you want guaranteed return on your investment. So you're going to want to go with a with like that's we've had that problem with like with whitewashing. Why do you get a white actor to play a role that might go could go to a color per, a color person of color colored person Jesus <laughs> a person of color because. <laughs> Because you know that that person is guaranteed to put butts in seats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. It's my great grandfather coming at me. <laughs> um, I, I. So I mean, them going with younger crowd. Like, all right. I mean. But name name recognition. You go, oh, Ghostbusters. Let me see the trailer. I'm kind of interested. You know, like when everyone saw the trailer for the the last one, everyone was like, oof. You know, hopefully everyone was excited for this little teaser. Like, ooh, we're getting another one, and it's by the guy who directed the originals. So son. his son, yeah, but he's got a um, he's got a directorial career of his own. I'm like, sure he does, and I'm sure he's a brilliant director. I don't know any of his films because I'm really not really that big on some of the directors. Sure, but it's just like you don't drop names of directors unless it's a Quentin Tarantino right. or Kevin Smith or Steven Spielberg, right? Or George Lucas or George Lucas, Lucas. But uh, but it's just like you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not questioning his credentials, right? I'm just Jesus. questioning his thought pattern of a story. For a movie, and you go, well, why do you have to? And, and I don't know. You went brain. I got no, that. no, no, no. It was but actually just like, he actually was talking to um, in an interview. He was basically like, I was on the set as a six year old kid. Like I'm a, the biggest fan Ghostbusters fan there is. I was there, so he was like, I, it, I, I really want to do this. So you know, I guess if you got love for the pat, if you got passion and love for a project, could be worse. Could be. <laughs> How could it be worse? Could be Ghostbusters 2 from 2016. <laughs> they could have sequelized that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I just... here, okay, well, since we're talking cringy, yeah. this one really gets my nerves. I mentioned it earlier in the, t- earlier in the episode. Lost Boys TV series gets a pilot order at the CW. First, pi- first oh, plot God. details revealed. You know what? I'm 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 getting sick of the CW. I really am. I don't know what like like there there was one point I'm like there's no way the CW is going to stop. They have Arrow, they have Flash, they have Legends, Green like, light, Black Lightning, Black Lightning. You know, Supergirl. They, it's like they're great, and then they come out Riverdale. with Riverdale, and you go, all right, you can have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All American. All right, I, I, Friday Night Lights. All right, I get it. okay, fine, whatever. Now, but this one's in California and the Beverly Hills, whatever. Right, crap. But now it's just like they're they're now they they had uh, what was it uh, that one uh, um, uh, Roswell, right? That that just started, which is He's, basically a reboot of the original show. The original show, and then they they did the uh, the ones with the sisters, the the Charmed, Charmed. And you're going really? They can't be stopped. There, and uh, now it's like stop them, stop them, <laughs> stop well, okay, them, you okay. son of a bitches. Okay, well, hold on. There's some. It looks like there's some good pedigree here. Um, well, Netflix, they fucking they fucking put out uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was basically because of the the popularity people binged watched Riverdale so much 
that Netflix there because Sabrina was supposed to be on CW, but Netflix stepped in and go, no, we get we get more numbers from for Riverdale through our stuff. We want Sabrina, and they whipped out their Netflix dick and threw money at him, and they're like, okay, we're gonna go to Netflix. And it's just like it, it, it boggles my mind. I'm like, I'm like, well, just put the put the TV show in there, like you know. Like, I mean, I know it's completely different, but sure. Um, okay, well, here you go. Ready? Yeah. Um, first heard of... Uh, after initially passing on a small screen adaptation of the 90s vampires comedy, The Lost Boys, back in 2016, it seems the CW has changed, uh, had a change of heart and has now ordered the show to pilot. Original writer Rob Thomas is caught up with the Hulu, with the Hulu Veronica Mars ver- revival, um, but a new pitch by Heather Mitchell from Scandal and Grey's Anatomy is said to have gone over well with the network brass. Thomas will remain on it on board as EP. Uh, from the sounds of the official long line, this new take will stick very close to the premise of the movie. Okay, after the sudden death of their father, two brothers move to Santa Carla with their mother, who hopes to start anew with the town where she grew up, but the brothers find themselves drawn deeper and deeper into a seductive world of Santa Carla's internally beautiful and youthful undead. In addition to Lost Boy Pilots, ordered for Riverdale spinoff of Katie Keene and an untitled Nancy Drew series. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what they're going to call that. Nancy Drew? Drew. <laughs> True, yes. Dial D for murder. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have guest appearances from the Hardy Boys. Uh, well, they're making a, um, um, what do you call it, a, a Nancy Drew movie, I think. Again? Yeah, I saw they a tra- made several. By the way, I saw a trailer for for a new one. Yeah, they went made one a few years ago. No, I'm talking like a new one. I know, but I'm saying that. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, but this one looks like a teenage girl, not like a kid kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a quirky teenage girl. Quirky teenage I, girl. Um, all right, so I got you got a what, like what what let's let's like now it's like they're going to the deep seventies like what 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 obscure shows can we put Saturday on Saturday Night Fever the series <laughs> every week he winds up at a dance club you know it's a dance off has sex with some random woman <laughs> nope sorry won't work well it's the seventies so maybe they can get away with it it's a period you know, piece it's a period piece and so they get away with the cocaine and the they're going I'm going to Studio Fifty Four oh. what I want to I want to be a serious dancer what who where I want to be a Broadway star it's like he working Broadway trying to get a Broadway job while he dances in the clubs oh god <laughs> how great would that be sorry you're the one that I want Grace is making a remake the series see the kids go through high school all four years <laughs> you're the one every <laughs> what happened after the car took off <laughs> it's Grease one and a half where the Danny and Sandy are married, and he's like, "What? My hair? I gotta get a job? I just I gotta go to college? What are you giving me? Look at this! Why do you look like you're 50 now, and you just one year after high school? Life, life stuff. Huh? <laughs> so sad. I went to Robbie Davis. I got no respect. Hey, I got no respect. No respect at all. You know how hard it is out there. I graduated high school, and then want me to get a job. Are you kidding me? Look at my car." <laughs> Pussy magnet. Cats love it. (laughs) (sighs) All right, so I'm going to save some stuff here, but I figured um, I got one, Ed. Uh You might. I figured this one's this one's personal. 
All right. For um, who? For me. Really. Okay, okay. This is a personal thing. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's actually more of. <sighs> Look, I know uh, if we could bring the show down for a little bit. I know every once in a while I get gassy. <laughs> okay. And I know that every once in a while there's moments where I like, vomit. I the, the gas has to escape my body. Uh-huh. And, and I know it's not pleasant. Yeah. And uh, I, to other people, I think it's lovely. It's fine. It's my own smell. So why would I it's be bothered a, by it? It's that? a bouquet of manure that every, he enjoys. Every once in a while I go, ooh, that smells like Cheerios. <laughs> when did I have Cheerios? Like, oof. But I, I feel everyone else's pain. Uh-huh. You know, and I, I'm like, okay, you know what? If there was, like, when I do it, Stacy's always like, don't you have a warning? I'm like, well, I mean, I kind of know what's happening, but I, I bent over it. The air has to go out somewhere. Right. You know? You, it, read, you readjust your stomach and it just comes out. Sometimes, according to some articles, you brought it to I'm saving lives. Yes. Okay? However, <laughs> I feel like you guys have a warning system. <laughs> All right? Because I kind of keep quiet on it. I'll be like, move a little bit. And next, you know, it's like, no one will notice. Right? And no, it's- fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Because I'm going to tell you, I, you don't see it. I see it because I sit next to this fucker every week. And he, he's got a glimmer in his eye. When he farts, he, he doesn't smile. He, like, the, the glimmer goes, ding. And then you'll suddenly you go, oh. Because that's when the whiff comes your way. And he goes, what? And the big smile, that's when the big smile comes. I'm like, what? Like, huh? Well, and- what do you mean? Because I, I feel your pain, and I care. Uh-huh. There is an ingestible pill that you can track fart development in real time on your phone. <laughs> All right. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. All right. All right. You've, you've got my attention. <clears throat> Let me drop a little science on you, Ed. All right. Uh, scientist, this is from um, Science and Exploration from ARS Technica. Uh, it looks legit, Ed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Scientists often hope to break ground with their research, but a group of Australian researchers were likely happy about with breaking wind. The team developed an ingestible electronic capsule to monitor gas levels in the human gut. When it's paired with a pocket-sized receiver and a mobile phone app, the pill reports tailwind conditions in real time <laughs> as it passes from stomach to the colon. The researchers, led by Karosh Kalatar of RMIT University and Peter Gibson of Monisha University, reported their invention Monday in Nature Electronics. Nature electronics, okay. The authors are optimistic that the capsule's gas readings will help clear the air. <laughs> oh, the puns are thick in this one. We'll clear the air over the inner workings of our intricate innards and the multitudes of uh, the multitudes of microbes they contain. Such fume data could clarify the conditions of each section of the gut, what microbes are up to, which foods may cause problems in the system. Until now. Collecting such data has been a challenge. Methods to bottle and meth, meth, ooh, methods to bottle it involved cumbersome and evasive tubing and inconvenient whole body colometry. Popping the electronic pill is a breeze in comparison. <laughs> and early human trials have already hinted that the pill can provide new information about intestinal wind patterns and gaseous turbulence from different foods. 
All right. These, <laughs> these are quotes. Our pilot trial illustrated the significant potential role for electronic-based gas sensing capsules in understanding functional aspects of the intestine and its microbiota. Ooh, science stuff. <laughs> science. Uh, authors are currently setting up a commercial company for further development testing the capsules. Uh, this this one's called a two-tracker. <laughs> for the pilot study, researchers beefed up a prototype they previously tested in pigs. The capsule is 26 millimeters in length with a 9.8 millimeter external diameter. Like a larger vitamin, its polymer shells surround sensors for temperature, CO2, H2, and O2, as well as a button-sized silver oxidized battery uh, trans, uh, and a transmission system. One of the capsule contains a gas permeable membrane that allows for fast diffusion of gut gases. Whew. The trials published Monday. Researchers tested the capsule in six healthy people. For the first researchers monitored for the first researchers monitored the pill's intestinal tract using ultrasound and linked locations with gas profiles. Overall, it took twenty hours to get from one end of the, to the other, spending four and a half hours in the stomach. Two and a half hours in the small intestine and 13 hours cruising through the colon. <laughs> I'm colon cruising. Doot, doot. And the time that took the pill to continue its gas measurements, revealing potentially useful information about uh, the next human trial, researchers had a person gulp the pill twice. First time he ate a very high fiber diet for two days prior, uh, two days prior to swallowing the pill. Two weeks later, he gulped another pill down while eating low fiber diet for two days. In the high fiber test, a man passed the pill in about 23 hours, but he was not happy about it. <laughs> the super dose of fiber caused abdominal pain in its four hours of the colon. The pill recorded elevated levels of O2, which could mess up certain things. Indeed, analysis of the fecal bacteria during the phase shows shift towards speed. There's graphs, Ed. Graphs. graphs. Real science. Science, shit. motherfucker. There was also problems in the low fiber <laughs> scenario. The pill took a little more than three days to work its way out. Wow. It spent 13 hours in the stomach, 5.5 in the small intestines, and a whopping 54 hours in the colon. In fact, about 36 hours after taking the pill, the man was given a high dose of fiber to try to move things along. Prior to that fiber intervention, H2 gas levels in the colon had plummeted, suggesting a drop-off in fermentation. Picked back up 12 hours after the fiber treatment, the beta pill showed. So uh, clearly, you want a kind of medium fiber diet, I guess, yeah. to keep things flowing. Because yeah. Too much fiber, problems. Too little fiber, fiber problems. problems. Right in the middle there, kids. You got to find out. Middle of the fiber. Somewhere, probably, it looked like he, were, he was the low fiber and the high fiber. Yeah, you kind of yeah, try to find a mid fiber day. So, what do you think, Ed? Well, it doesn't really, it doesn't really describe how you get the gas. But uh, no, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they can figure it out. I, I mean, I was, you know, okay, maybe I should have read the article. I was hoping for like a fart tracker where it was like, <laughs> I mean, in one, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it, I mean imagine this: I pop a pill, right? Yeah, and we have my phone out, and you can see not necessarily like a little like <laughs> kind of like you know that that scene in, in Spaceballs where he's flying through the ear and you can say, like <laughs> no, it's tunnel. not like a tunnel thing, not like that. But you have like a little like a little sensors that you yeah. can kind of see, and like the moment farts are building up, there's like little f solar flares, you might say, like <laughs> oh, like warning lights. And then the closer it gets to actual farting, it should send off like a meep meep sounds, <laughs> so that way I can. <laughs> <laughs> I would have like a fart button on it. 
so that I would make a fart before I fart, like a preemptive fart. You know? <laughs> oh, excuse me, guys. I have to leave the room. Why? I'm getting ready to fart. <laughs> it's like it's like in a text. It's like you know, like you're just your ears. You're farting. Like oh, I'm getting. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to take this to the other room. <laughs> I have to get the bathroom. Excuse me. Why is Sean leaving every ten minutes? I don't know. But who's getting this, Stacy girl? Like who are you getting text to? Because you always leave your phone. The moments that you, it, there's a sound on your phone, your phone vibrates with that. <laughs> and you look at the phone and then you leave the room. Who are you talking to? I'm not talking to anybody. I'm tracking my farts. You're lying. <laughs> no, seriously. Here's the data. Every time I'm getting ready to fart, I leave the room. You, you guys complain about I'm thinking about you. <laughs> Ed complains. He's, I almost made him puke like three times. Can you imagine the safety that's involved? I look at my app. I get a little buzzer going off of my phone going, you are 30 seconds away from farting. Excuse me a second. I have to, pardon me, I have to walk the dog. Can you imagine if your if your internet was slow and it's like, you know, you got 10 seconds, like, crap! <laughs> you're fucking just jumping out windows. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it'd be great for... I'm saving humanity! (laughs) (laughs) In business meetings going, excuse me, I have to take this call. (laughs) Just gotta leave and... (laughs) Especially it's an office with all these glass... (laughs) You always see those in movies and stuff on TV. And then you go to the next room and there's a couple people and you fart because it's a new business... Like a, like a, a, a foreign company, you know, that you're trying to... Get business with, and you fart, and they're all like, "Oh, <laughs> they're, they're waving files around, going trying to get the air away from like, as you walk back <laughs> in." You know? This big business. Excuse me, a second. You run next door. You can just, I can see it all ahead. Big glass windows, and you're like, you run in, and you don't know that there's other people in the back, and you quick just kind of walk in, fart, <laughs> wave it around. <laughs> Jump back out in the back of the room. You just see two people kind of go, "What the fuck?" Looking at this, and it's all silent too. And it's they're just, like they're like having papers or whatever, like filing or something like that. And they look at each other like, "What the fuck just happened?" And all of a sudden, the smell. And and you see him go, "Oh, oh, oh!" And they're waving the paper around. <laughs> and you're in the other meeting going, "Yes, well." While Steve and Bill over in the next office are going, oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> but that could be all saved with an app. Like, you know? like, oh, sorry, excuse me a second. Where are you going? I have to fart. <laughs> I have to fart. Well, why? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I used to let it go, but now I'm thinking about you. So I'm going <laughs> to leave the room at the moment. I'm going to let one go, and I'll come back. Science, Ed. Science, motherfucker. Sooner or later, though, I'll be like, hey, what are you going to do? I'm taking my fart pill. <laughs> what do you mean your fart pill? Just got to track my farts. Why do you need to do that? Safety of others, man. Safety of others. Can you imagine, though? Because like, that's a big pill. I mean, I'm, I'm, I take a, I'm, a, a pretty decent-sized pill every You morning. know, I've, I've thought so, too, and then I've seen some big-ass pills. I'm like, right. motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, right? And it's just like, imagine trying to pass that, though, because it doesn't stay in. It's not like, you know, like, it's going to swoop around for you forever, you know? It's nope. A- it's on a trek. And depending on how much fiber you eat, it could be a really fast trip or a really long one. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just kind of sitting there? Like, now I'm sitting there thinking, going, 
oh, that explains so much about my poop habits. Like, yo, I should really eat more fiber. Like, <laughs> like when I have raisin bran, it seems to work faster because it's a high-fiber diet. But then there's days where I'm like, oh, you know what? I just had two big burgers, and I'm like, all that yeah. red meat just sitting in that gut, you know? Like, <laughs> oh. It's like a brick. In yeah, a, and yeah, it's going to take 15 hours to pass through my colon. <laughs> 56 hours. <laughs> That's a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Just the next thing you know, it's mm. <sighs> that's like the worst too. Especially when you got that big one. And <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> just sitting on the toilet, and it's like, and it really is. It's like, <laughs> like you're trying to pass that though. I wonder, like, I, I, you, do you ever have ones where you feel the veins on the top of yeah. your head for pushing so hard? Uh, those are the ones that call the Elvis killers. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get up, and it's a little nugget. Yeah, and you're, like, what the <laughs> you're like, you're sitting, you're pre- you're squeezing, you're kind of like, like this is what killed Elvis. <laughs> and you just know because you're clenching. Like, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> I'm gonna die on the toilet like Elvis because I'm pushing. I'm pushing like, and you're like, whoo, and then you wipe. And you're like, well, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, wait a second, <laughs> where'd it go? Where'd it go? Huh. Why does that look like a rabbit shit? <laughs> what? Get the hell out of here. But I'm thinking about this pill, right? You swallow that pill, and it goes to the track. Are they going to want that pill back? <laughs> like, I don't think anybody wants I, that I pill mean, back. And, and, and I, let me clean it off so you can take it again. <laughs> like, you. Like, I got you pills for the week. Or we only do it, like, once every every other week. Okay. But I'm going to fart in every day. Well, we know it'll stay there. By your diet, pff, you take one every three days. And, or you take one until one passes. And then, you know, you get to, like, you're sitting there on the toilet going, oh, I hope today's the day. And you hear, clink, 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 in the bowl. <laughs> you hear that, boop. <laughs> I can't I used to be able to do the drop. Yeah. Hey, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Oh, thank goodness. Or you look through the app and go, oh, it's clear. <laughs> it's not in the body it's, anymore. It's, yeah. You see, you see an image of the butt cheeks and the <laughs> 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 oh, it's the funny. pills out! The pills oh, out! The pills out! Because apparently all the signs show clear. <laughs> There's no carbon in that at all. It's just O2. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. I do have some other good articles too, but I'm going to wait till next week. All right. So, all right. In the meantime, folks, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters in your ear holes, in your car, in your headphones, wherever you listen to us. In your Roku. I know we're on Roku. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter to at Geeksters. And of course, as always, if you'd like to contact Ed on anything, uh, especially about this new, st- uh, what do you call it? Contest. <laughs> the contest, yes. The, no, the Stan Lee No Prize Contest is That's what I'm right. calling it. You can contact Beat the him morons at- behind the mic. You think you're smarter than us? Prove it. Because <laughs> we's pop culture perspective. Perfectionist. No, we're not. <laughs> Next week, remind me to talk to you about the mass Singer. Right. <laughs> I'm watching that too. Um, that's here you go, folks. It's tune in next week when Sean talks about the mass Singer. Until then, if you want to contact Ed, contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. Excelsior.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! I thought you were going to fart. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs>